What up, everybody? Benny P hitting you in the face with the podcast this week. Patrick. It's a juicy boy. <laughs> it's a juicy boy. We're here. We're excited. We got we got a heck of a podcast for you. Um, we're going to warm up. We're going to talk about Monday just a little bit, how they've improved on Monday Night Football. We're also going to talk about Geico commercials and why Gecko's lifespan is relevant in this podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to get Patrick to do the word search. It's uh, going to be fun. The word is neutrality. Yep. Neutrality. neutrality. We're trying to get Patrick to say that. No hints from you over there, P-Pat. No hints. We also go into the review. We dived into that. You thought that was a good segment that we put together there, didn't you? Uh, my favorite segment was the the pick'em review. Reviewing that, just you yeah. felt like our energy was on. Energy was great yeah. during that segment in particular. Y'all are gonna love that. We also got into Travers and Wades, so got into the waivers and got into trade talks. Just kind of reviewing some of the garbage crap that happened uh, <laughs> week two to week three gap. Uh, then we also make our pick'ems. Very, very excited about those. Go into detail about each team. Just kind of a breakdown on what we're anticipating moving forward. And if there's going to be any separation, we update the score for you guys so that you know where we are with the Pacquiao chip. Mm. Coming in hot. Just like a fajita. Yeah. Um, then we close out with some stickies just to kind of put in perspective any takes that have been made. The gods chime in every once in a while. We had a couple of run-ins with the voice changer that you guys are going to enjoy so with all that uh, anything else you want to add to the pod buddy yeah we also make a few on the pod uh takes that we add in for this week in particular and we do a little trade talk uh won't spoil whether or not we get anywhere or if we make any traction at all on that but a little live trade talk on the pod for you well stick around enjoy you guys are gonna love it see ya peace What is up, potty people? It's your boy Benny P in the booth. Join with me as always. We have the likes of Patrick P in the dojo. That's exactly where we're at, brother. Yeah. How are you doing today, man? Uh, rough start to the day. Yeah. The weather was a little dreary, you know, a lot of rain little bit rain here and there but now we're doing great we're sitting in our in our pod chairs doing the pod thing for the pod comfy getting ready uh i will say that it's not um connor told me that this is what he envisions hell to be like is when like this is serious we were were talking Mm -hmm. and uh he said that hell he believes is just above freezing Mm -hmm. And it's drizzling like it was today. Just really? like always raining, always wet. Like even when it's not raining, it's still kind of just like in the air. He's like, this is what I envision hell to be like. That's a hot take. Connor, if you remember that, we, we had a conversation and you told me this is what you thought hell was like. That's interesting. That's a hot take because most people would think that hell is a hot take. Well, that it's going to be burning it's just your flesh. He hates that so much that he was just like, he was pissed in the moment. He, yeah. Isn't that funny about all the things that, like, you say to somebody that they remember, like, it was yesterday, but you're like, I never, like, Connor probably never remembered we had this conversation. I legitimately think about that a lot. Like, I, because I'll ask somebody, do you remember that when we were doing this and you said this? And it's, yeah. But, but listen, do you think hell is the same for everybody or do you think it's different for everybody based on what they hate the most? 
I think it's the same for everybody. Okay, that makes sense. So it's going to be Drizzly. I've talked to people, though, on this podcast. Everybody knows I'm not a very religious person, so. <laughs> yeah, just the fancy yeah. gods. Yeah, no. <laughs> just Ed. It's the biggest joke in the world. It's yeah. Ed, Susan, and Jorge. Oh, trust me. I know them all very deeply now. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, but we were walking back from lunch. It was like my sophomore year of high school, and we were having this conversation. It was oh. absolutely terrible outside, just like it was. A little bit colder. And he's just like, this is what I envisioned how it'd be like. And then he said it again in college. Wow. And like reaffirmed it. And I was like, I've heard this twice from the same person. I would love to hear if he remembers either of those times. Yeah. Like I just want to like, in the, the college time was we were on our way to Taco Bell. We were making a Taco Bell run. And I was sitting in the passenger seat. And he was like, his windshield wipers were. And he was just like, dude, this is literally what I envisioned hell to be like. Wow. Well, if he's and said what if it, he doesn't even believe it? What if he's like, no, I think hell is actually going to be like, you know, sulfur and gnashing of teeth, and it's going to be hot. But yeah. I've said this twice now to the same person. He really believes that that's what I think hell is going to be. Like. Actually, I don't think. I think he's smart enough to know that he doesn't. That's not actually what hell is sure. going to be like. But but sorry. he he Tangent. at least acknowledges it enough to know that he hates it so much that it could be likened to a hellscape. He hates it. Yeah, I agree. I'm with him. I bet that. he had a bad day today. Yeah, Wednesday. I bet me and Connor were both in the dreary mood this morning when the when the rain started hitting. Disgusting. But now he's listening to the pod. He's either in his car, or he's at work, or he's it's at gotta home. be warmer and better weather than it was. Definitely dry yesterday. right now. I envision a dry Connor listening to this pod. A dry Connor. Yep, that's what I envision. Man. Shouts out to Connor on a dry day. Well, everybody, welcome to the pod. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we wanted to kind of. <laughs> <laughs> wanted to talk about Connor, give him some attention. No, what we wanted to do is uh, we're going to hop in here with our first segment that you guys are familiar with. Warm-up time. I don't know what that was, it's but... A little chicken on the end. Yeah, a little chicken. <laughs> Just warming up. We wanted to talk about a few things, kind of recap a few things for you guys. Monday Night Football, tell me what you thought, Patrick, from our last time. What would you have graded it before, and what would you grade it now? The, the whole Peyton and Eli experience. Exactly. I think um, before it was a solid B minus. Okay. I give it B minus. It's definitely the, the natural broadcast is like a C minus, D plus. Um, sometimes you just got to turn it down and just watch the game. But the Eli and Peyton was a B minus. I think they've upgraded a little bit just the production value up to a B plus at this point. Okay. That's where I'm at with it because they like – I think you talked about I feel earlier. Like there's a healthy balance. You feel like it's kind of. You think it's an overproduced, or it's going to kind of come back, regress to the mean. Where do you think we're going to kind of land there? Yeah, the only area I think that they need to improve is just like some technical issues, like we talked about last we week. I don't think the production's yeah. too bad. I think everything's good. Um, yeah, but I, I think that they improved a couple of those little technical issues, like we were talking about, like the commercial thing. Yeah. Um, I think they Actually still knew commercials were coming. Yeah, exactly. Great prediction. We got yeah. a freaking elite quarterback too that have been not elite, but an elite Hall of Famer and another. I guess they're both Hall of Champions. Fame quarterbacks. Both Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Both Super Bowl winners. Yeah, but Super Bowl winning quarterbacks, elite athletes, and they can't see a commercial coming down the pipeline. Yeah, yeah. Horrible awareness. Unbelievable. But yeah, uh, still talking over guests like crazy. But that's I don't know how they're going to fix that. I don't know how they're going to yeah. do it. Tech stuff. Well, that's good. Uh, what did you think? I liked it. I thought they improved a lot on the things that I was personally hung up on, like the commercials. I just needed you guys like, hey, let's all be on the same page. Mm-hmm. And I uh, I thought they did a good job of kind of reducing actually some of Peyton's stuff and just letting him 
again, my whole entire thing last time was let's get Peyton more comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I felt like they were doing that, made it a little bit. I, I was did. he in a different spot this time? Yeah, they, they showed their setups time and time again. Yeah. And this time, instead of him being, I think he changed seats. Mm-hmm. And it was a more firm thing that he could sit in and feel upright. Anyways, these you, are. You know what I think details. made him most comfortable? Tell me. Whatever was in that red solo cup. I think that really eased the nerves. Red solo cup, you think that. Uh, I guess they couldn't go on brand with anything, like a Coke or something like that. No, I think it was an alcohol. Absolutely. I think so, he was drinking what do you an think alcohol. Peyton drinks. Um, Shinerbach. <clears throat> One more time. Shinerbach for sure. Uh, help. Do you uh, know what Shinerbach is? Never heard of the word Shinerbach is, is in my a... whole entire life. Let me try it again. Shinerbach. Is that how it's pronounced? It's a brewery in Texas. Shinerbach. Is that it? That's it. Hmm. Yeah. Never heard of it. It's a beer. It's a beer in Texas. Just seems I, like something Peyton would be, get down on. Does he live in Texas? I don't know. Are we but, talking about Tony Romo? No, I'm not talking about Tony Romo. Okay. So that's Monday Night Football. We feel like it's improved. I'm glad that me and you both feel that way. Does it has it left you um has it left you happy or sad? Are you what kind of are you you're in a state uh, are you in a balanced state? Where how do you kind of feel? I'm ecstatic. I look forward to it every week. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Do, what would you grade it? Would you give it an A? Would you go all the way up to an A? I no. still think there's places give them a that can be Okay. What I want to talk to you about uh, is I wanted to get your thoughts. And for those on the podcast that know me, I'm a big commercial guy. I love commercials. We've talked about Baker before. There'll be more talks about that. Uh, Love his most recent commercial with the subway tile reference and then gossip about just good stuff. Not what I'm getting into. I want to get into the Geico commercials. Mm. Okay. Okay. Have you seen some of the most recent Geico commercials? There's been a plethora. Refresh my memory. Sure. Two bring to your mind there's a couple obviously i just want to say i like their strategy marketing wise because they have created a digital gecko there is not a live gecko that is needed they've been able to virtually create like flow for progressive mm-hmm. that's a human being that you're having to pay sure okay the gecko is a simple electronic uh what's the word for cgi sci-fi, cgi animal that is their essentially their mascot and it's been i mean that's very sustainable yeah and they've been he's been around for a long time a very long time yeah he's not going anywhere there's been different geckos in the past though you're saying there's a new gecko no this is the same gecko i'm just shouting out that cgiing your logo and your brand super smart move long term okay i thought you were saying this was a new thing no okay great i'm on with but i love him okay i think he's the cutest thing ever yeah great accent oh beautiful accent but caught something. Caught something. Okay. I had to listen to it probably around 20, 50 times over the course of my life, feels like. But I finally caught something. COVID. Have you seen the one? Well, I did catch it. I recovered from it. Everything's fine. All right, great. But the one with the raspberry preserves. Hmm. Have you seen that one? Where he states he's not, been not jarring raspberry preserves for 85 years. What? No, I don't think I've seen this. Okay. Well, the guy, the commercial goes on. You don't have to get it to understand it, but when you see it next, you'll know. Uh-huh. But he says that Geico, he makes some kind of relation to jarring raspberry preserves and how it's a, it's a craft. It's something that you take a lot of effort in. And if you've been doing it for 85 years, you're going to taste the jam and you're going to be like, this guy really cares about what he's doing. 
Mm. Okay. The same way that Geico cares about giving you good rates, taking care of you, all this stuff. Yep. 85 years. And I want to say that they relate that Geico has been doing it for 85 years. That this gecko has? No, the Geico. But he uses the example that he's been jarring raspberry preserves for 85 years. You would think that's the... This How is what the gecko says. The gecko says he's been jarring raspberry preserves for 85 years or yes. something. Okay. That's what he said. What's the lifespan of a gecko? I don't know, uh-huh. but I'm glad you already caught on. I've already made too much of an emphasis on this because the second thing that he says is he says, the first thing that you'll say is, wow, that raspberry preserved whatever is scrumptious because okay. you're going to love it. And the second one you're going to see, the second question that you're going to say, or the second thing you're going to say to him is, what is your skin routine? Because you look fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because you've caught that he's done it for 85 years. Uh-huh. It took me 30 times, 40 times, 50 times to listen to it to catch mm. that the guy, that the gecko is saying, you're going to love my preserves because I work so hard and I've been doing it for a long time. <coughs> Excuse me. It's okay. Doing it for a long time, you're going to love it. Okay. Yeah. But then the second thing that I didn't catch on the first time was he's been doing it for 85 years 85 and he years. looks fantastic. Yeah. So they would ask, Wait a minute. He's been doing this for 85 years. Mm-hmm. He does look fantastic. Yeah. What is your skincare routine? Yeah, I mean, let the cat out of the you bag. You don't care. You don't. I'm, I'm, I'm care, saying, dude. but I did look it up. I'm, I'm, I'm on board with what you're going on with here. But the lifespan of the average gecko is 10 to 20 years. Um, that's in captivity, and he's out in the wild. So I just, I, I gotta say, you cut <laughs> that down. Under. You know, I, mean, I gotta take the under. I gotta he's, take the... he's, yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's walking around amongst humans. Okay, fine. And he's going to get stepped on. Let me on. transition into something you can okay. get passionate about. Okay. Tell me about your sports betting and how that's grown over the past couple of weeks. Yeah, okay, sports betting. Um, Patrick obviously... has gotten really excited. He's gotten into Ravada, yeah, and Nevada, he's been yep. using that for legal, illegal forms of gambling. It doesn't really matter, but you've been getting into sports betting. Unregulated, lines. but but um, from the legal side, I think it's it's legal. I think they could get in trouble eventually. Maybe, I don't know, but the better, um, is, is in the clear. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's unregulated. I think Kentucky needs to get on board with this sports betting thing. I mean, we've been on horses for years. I need poker rooms and yeah. I need. Yeah. And I just want to start, I just want to start slow. You know, let's just get the sports books apps on, on the docket here. hundred um, percent. I don't want to hear another freaking BS podcast or another podcast telling me about all the disclosures for FanDuel. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Um, all the numbers, all the states, all the give me a break. Gamble responsibly, everyone. But I have been enjoying. Um, have you been gambling responsibly? <laughs> yes, I've been gambling responsibly. I've been uh, utilizing a bankroll approach and betting units. Um, I, if you have betting not gotten units. into uh, sp- responsible sports gambling, I recommend you look up some information on that before dipping the toe in because it can get addictive if you're not careful. Anyway, I've really been enjoying it. Just betting on games, honestly, just from an emotional standpoint, sometimes if I, like I told you, Monday night, um, going up against Luke S. last week, he had Hawkinson in the game. And, Hawkstrap, great, and great nickname. Love it when he calls him Hawkstrap. Ho- Hawkstrap, Hockey Lees, whatever you want to Did you, you wear go a jockstrap in high school? Uh, I did not. Middle school? I did not. You were one of the guys that just never wore a jockstrap? Yeah. I was one of the guys that always wore a jockstrap because, for whatever reason, I followed the rules back then. Yeah, yeah, I just never did it. Okay. Um, so, in that game, I thought, well, in order for him to beat me, he's either going to have to get a lot of yards or, well, not a lot. I mean, honestly, he just needed, like, eight points or something. Um, but if he gets a touchdown, he's definitely going to beat me. Right. So, I bet a little prop bet on Hawkinson. One touchdown, at least, in this game. So, whenever the... The knife goes in that you're losing the fantasy game. At least you get a little money back, yep, a little, exactly. little, little uh, reimbursement for your troubles. 
Um, and outside of that, just been betting some spreads on some games that I felt passionate about, betting some underdogs. A couple weeks ago, bet the Raiders to beat the Ravens uh, on the money line, actually, and got the, got the payback on that. So um, been really been enjoying it. I'm betting a little baseball here and there as well throughout the week. Wow, yeah, baseball. But, yeah, because that's more of like a stats-based approach. Sure. Reminds me a lot of poker where you're more betting the odds, how many times you have to win an underdog bet as opposed to a favorite bet. Don't want to get too deep in the weeds here. Yeah, don't want to get too heavy but, uh, on there, buddy. Really been enjoying it. Yeah. Um, Good. Yeah. I've got my toe in the uh, bravado waters, and I've definitely been there. I've got a login that I could revisit, but uh, kind of, I don't know. I just felt myself always getting too into it it's not even like a i'm afraid that i'm gonna get addicted thing it was just like i just felt like the interface wasn't as user friendly and Mm -hmm. i needed that to be better for me to feel excited to go do it again Hmm. i wonder yeah it's definitely not like uh if you get on a fan duel right and do a dfs play it was so great like that's why and connor will attest to this connor i've been talking about him all the time on this podcast is that he when he does go up to the river it's technically in Indiana right. where it opens exactly. it up and you're able to just fandle that crap. And yes. it's just like the interface to me is so important yeah. for a customer satisfaction thing and getting me back that, yeah, I just was, yeah. yeah. I thought about that as well. Yeah, if you go up to the horseshoe, play some poker, mm-hmm. put in your sports trip up there, by the way. Are we ever going to do that again or are we done playing poker at the casino? Uh, I played the casino last week, actually. No, you did not. I did for the first time since COVID. Yep. What? Yep. Did they got glass things up? No. They just have, required? They have eight to a table, uh, masks not required. It's just, it's a wild west out when there. Why did you go up there? Why didn't you talk to me? Um, I couldn't have gone anyways. I, I did tell you the week before. I said I think I'm gonna go to the casino this Saturday. Rebecca's out of town. Don't have any baby in the house. I'm just gonna go do it. You told me that. Yeah, and I said you want to go with me, and you said Evan S actually is going is possibly going to the casino soon. He's down in Florida. We had this conversation. I remember this conversation. You're right. I want to say it was two weeks ago, though. And then Connor popped in. He was like, dude, I think hell would be a drizzly day. Okay. All right. All right. Closing this up for warm-up stuff, but did you make any money? Um, I broke even. I got up 100, then I lost 100 with queens of all hands. I always lose the queens, queens. guys. I hate the ladies. Always lose the queens. Uh, Buying 300? Buying was 300, yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, let's close this out. Move into our second segment. Actually, we're going to uh, we're going to take a break real quick. Okay. Cool. Awesome. One second. What up, people? We back. We're you back. guys would have never known that we were gone, but yeah, we, told we you. learned that we can actually take breaks. Yeah, imagine that. Pop in, pop out. Labor get a laws. Little, get a get a little segment in there, and what'd you say? Labor laws. Oh, you're you're allotted a 15 minute break once every four hours or something they did that they gave it to us at panda i've never eaten faster in my whole life yeah you have yeah. 10 minutes wait you, you have eight in that break yeah you, you also get a lunch break and what you should also get a lunch break uh yeah about that they gave us 15 minutes you had and like what we would always do and i don't know if heaven s or mark ever did this was we would get our plate first and then go hit the button to clock out so that we would have the whole 10 minutes just to eat instead of like seven or eight after you've gotten your food. It's a pro move. Yeah. Okay. Let's move into our next segment here, which is. It's gonna be the review. So. Moving into our review segment, where we look back at our week. That's get, that sounded like a adolescent boy that did not. Has week not hit two matchups. You shut your mouth over there. 
week two matchups where we review are Pickums and um, and sorry, a little update on my betting. Hit the over on a baseball game, <laughs> and he nailed it. Nailed it. Oh man, let's see here. Let's get a let's get a little. Uh, The, uh, the oh. eight and a half. The eight and a half are excited for you for hitting your bet. Oh, thanks. I thought I said the oh, word yeah. that I was supposed to say. <laughs> it's like I didn't say anything. <laughs> right. No, I'm hunting for it. I'm hunting for okay. it. Right. You're, not, you're not breaking yet. Trifecta. Um, let's jump into our matchups. Week two. Is it all right? Let's right? Uh, we'll save ours for the last. And let's dive into Evan S versus Tiz, if that's okay with you. Absolutely. Monday Night Miracle is what we can label this one. Whew. Okay. Yep. If when we look back on our sticky review, just for those of you keeping score, uh, I did select in this matchup Tiz, and yep. so did Patrick. Exactly. So we were both wrong, but let's go ahead and run through this real quick. Any notables that you're seeing on obviously, uh, well, any just tell me your notables for Evanes. I do recall going through this and saying um, that Evanes was going to lose because. Aaron Jones may not have a great night. I remember saying that. I remember thinking Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is going to have a good night. Aaron Jones won't get. Well, Aaron Rodgers did have a good night yeah. with Aaron Jones. Exactly. Yeah. So, so um, if Aaron Jones did not have an amazing night, he would have lost. But as we all remember, Aaron Jones had an amazing night. Three receiving touchdowns, a rushing touchdown. That's a historic night, isn't it? I mean, From a fantasy perspective, obviously you've got the high-end scores with like the Derrick Henrys and the Alvin Kamaras, the ones that Susan, the fantasy guy, sure. is a part of. Yeah, she was there. She was there. Did you guys say my name? Yeah. Did you say my name? That's better. Did you remember Monday night? Do anything crazy? I was working with a gentleman named Aaron Jones. Is that what you're referring to? Yes, Mr. Aaron Jones, yes. Yes, Mr. Jones is a kind man. I figured I'd bless him. But I will say... Hey, it's Ed. Oh, Ed, what are you doing here, man? Hey, I did not hear a prayer from Evan S. this week. And I was a little upset, and I thought I was going to wreck him. Yeah. But because he did not pray... I didn't decide to take one of his players. Antonio Brown got COVID, though, so that's right. he was exposed. So I figured that was close enough. That's the repercussions for not getting a prayer from the group me. I just wanted to say it out loud so that we're all on. And get out of here, okay? I took care of him. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, Ed, I do want to say, like, I thought you really... We're going to stick it to Evan because there was a rumor of an injury to Mr. Bug Spray himself, LaVisca Chenault, earlier this week. But apparently he's fine now, so I don't know if he's wanted to put the fear of the fancy gods in, Evan, with that I was little... just in the bumper road. I figured I'd take care of Antonio Brown now. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. All right, we'll Got talk it. to you guys later. Peace. So, Antonio Brown, a historic night. Uh, Aaron Jones, yeah. Whatever. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> Aaron Jones had an amazing night. Blacked the out yard- for a couple minutes there. I don't know what happened. Yeah, not a lot of yardage, but, I mean, obviously the touchdowns were there. So, crazy night. Yep, crazy night. Any other notables that you saw mm. for him or any other actually uh, things over, you were worried about, concerned about? Over 100 scrimmage yards, I guess, is a lot. But, um, yeah, there was nothing else that really stuck out to me. I mean, it was a high-scoring matchup. I got something I want to talk about. Spit it at me. I talked to him about this, and I did tell him. Okay, when when 
and Akeem Hicks plays for the Bears. Yep. Okay. There's statistical evidence that shows that running backs do not do that well. To which I told him, okay, there's a scenario in my mind. And again, tell me how, try to be as unbiased as possible. Mm-hmm. You don't have to like, you know, get into you know, just agreeing with me for the pod's sake. I know you wouldn't do that anyways. But an estimate of 17.3 for, Jay, for Joe Mixon. So is there a ludicrous play or how much crap would you have given Patrick or given Evan if he decided no Joe Mixon for me, Montgomery to the RB2, and for my flex spot, I'm going to put in somebody like the Antonio, like the likes of Antonio Brown, who just came off a 21.3 game. Yeah, I mean, would that have been to you? Would you just have said that is off the charts? Why would you do that? Yeah, I would have trouble. Obviously, this is me coming from a Bears fan, knowing how Akeem Hicks is playing right now. He's playing really great. Anyways, and nine point six is not bad for the record. I'm just yeah, and, and it, that and would have been the wrong move. Yeah, and he probably would have lost, or it would have been. Yeah, it would have been pretty close. And so. if and if Mixon had a touchdown, then we'd be talking about how amazing the night was, you right. know. Yeah. So, I, I, yeah, I would not be able to set Joe Mixon with the volume he gets, especially after week one. He had like twenty six points. And that's what Pat. And that's but I mean that's what yeah, and that's what he said, and that's why he did this. But I just want to try to highlight when our when we're having our conversations, I really want to try to highlight managerial stuff, mm-hmm. just because I do think there's a lot of pro moves that obviously sleepers going to miss and whatever algorithm they're doing. But there's things that we can notice. And I just would have said that would have been a pro. It's just an example of a move that if done and it worked out, needs to be highlighted. So it didn't happen. But let's move over to Tiz. Okay. Okay. I like the way that Matthew Stafford is still playing. And as I kind of look through there, Nick Chubb seems like unstoppable. Awesome. Excellent. Doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Definitely somebody you want to go over in a trade and Calvin Ridley got online. I um worried about Higgins. Akeem Hicks smashed him. <laughs> he's sma- like yeah. he smashed him and yeah. like they knocked the air out of him or whatever but I'd be worried about him moving forward otherwise looking for him to have a piece of Trey Sermon and all that very interesting moving forward and Pascal actually looked pretty good in their matchup as well so just running through the things here I'm seeing and uh, yeah I don't have too many notables other than I picked him to win and I lost and maybe there's a reason why me and you failed to pick Evan S yeah what do you think that reason is? I just think this team is garbage. Oh. But apparently I'm wrong because he's 2-0. So. Yeah, can't argue with the record. Any notables for Tisver up or down? Any problems? Any worries? Um, I mean, Concerns, Ridley has a little bit praises. better of a week, but there's definitely concern. With well, he's Ridley. a wide receiver one, so. Yeah, he's, that's that's the take. Uh, I would Anyone be, with a chubby and a chaser knows that. Yeah, I would be concerned a little bit. I, mean, I they, love you, Tiz. The Falcons have played two tough defenses, so I mean there could be better horizons this week against the Giants, but it's definitely a bit of a concern that he's not able to produce a high volume right now. About his record before we move on to our next matchup. Oh and two, you worried for this team moving forward? Are they gonna reach a? Are they gonna reach kind of a a middle ground? Are they going to come back or no? I am worried. Uh, he's got Connor this week, another 0-2 matchup that we'll get into Looking later. forward to that matchup. We will talk about that in the, whatchamacallit, very excited, honestly. Yeah. It's one of those with, honestly, the most sticks of any of these games. Yeah, but I, I am worried. I'm worried because um, going 0-2 seems like you can dig out of that hole. Um, 0-3 is tough. 0-3 is tough to get out of. It's not over at that Which point. Which Isaac said. 
Yeah, as I said, I mean, it, it's, it can happen, but you have to go up. We've and, seen it happen, and we know that that happened because Isaac went on a crazy spree against some not so high. Say win streak freaks. Yeah, the win streak freaks. Exactly. They went up against some. For the low. record of Davis and Luke, Isaac was zero and three and went to, on a thirteen and zero <laughs> run to win the championship. <clears throat> Doesn't happen every year. You could no, say. I, it's funny. No, never. <laughs> never. No, year. not one of those. We do have. We have to also consider we have an extra week this year yep so that's exactly. a little bit extra margin of error but yeah it's a little scary going zero and three so going to be looking to not do that um and then once you start getting deep in that hole as in, as i've proven last year there's yeah, still another way to get in deep in holes tell me what you do with those. deep in the hole last <clears throat> year i was trust me i was oh and whatever really okay what was it like in there it was it was dark. It was scary. It was depressing until I turned the season around, got the points going, made the playoffs on points. So even when you're zero three, there's still even more hope in this league because it's a win or loss league, and points four. So <laughs> and points four. So there's always that as a back door, but you want to go record first. You Wait, got, you so got, you said you were in the hole back door, or I was in the back door hole. I was in the back door depressing hole yeah. last year, <clears> but um. Got the cool. points going. Love that. Whatever Love all that. that means. That's cool, man. No, that's cool. I like that. Um, so, I moving like into our next matchup. Let's go. I feel like uh, you're trying to get me to say something there. <laughs> I mean, you just said you're in the backdoor hole. That's all. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that wasn't the word thing. You were just trying to get me to make an innuendo. What's an innuendo? Well, you were in what? <laughs> you were in who? <laughs> and in who what? <laughs> Oh man, barely know her. Uh, <laughs> oh man. All right. So next matchup, let's talk about. Let's talk about. Let's talk Connor. about Connor, baby. Let's talk about Isaac, baby. So in our pickup, our pickup, I did select Isaac, so I was victorious in this pick, just by hair. Yeah. Um, this was definitely a close battle, and I was watching it heavily going into Monday night's game. Any uh. Any notables? I want to have us actually break down the the winner here. Going two and zero, Isaac Meisner. Yeah, um, I'm trying to remember what why I picked Connor last week over Isaac. What notable I saw? Uh, maybe I saw Najee Harris getting going, which he did, um, but wasn't enough. Yeah, I don't really remember any takes that I made last week regarding okay. this game. I think the biggest notable obviously is the week uh the bad week Tyreek Hill had right um which I did call I did not call for Tyreek Hill but I just thought that the game script it's just weird I here's what I'll say say it for Patrick Mahomes and a couple of the cast of the Kansas City team it's all luck when they don't do well Mm -hmm. but it's weird because I just felt like there's a there's a type of game script where, yes, obviously they'll go out. Again, they make it look so easy. 30 points, boom, there it is. Thing was as clear as day when it happened with Kelsey. Boom, a little 10-yard and back. He takes it, takes it up the sideline, boom. That is a 60-something-yard touchdown. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. They make it look so easy. Sure. But there's just game scripts sometimes when you look at them that just seems like this one doesn't have the no cap. It doesn't have the 40, 50-point potential. It's more like, this is a competitive Baltimore team. Maybe it's defense and they're just grinding a little bit. They keep it under a certain point. And I don't know. And I had, and I was wrong, but I had Carla, I had Clyde having a good game. Couldn't have been more wrong there. So it's not like I'm 
praising myself and not telling myself the negative stuff. It just seemed like this was a game for limits. Yeah, but they still scored 35 points. I know. I mean, I know. they smashed the over-under in, the, in 35 to 36 in this game. I mean, there's no justification for what I said, but all right, whatever. So a bad their game scoring just came jump. from like just random receivers last week. And Komet played the Chicago tight end. He's having a hard time. He's in that place where he's in that deep, deep, dark backdoor hole. Oh, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. That I, I deep, know it well. dark back hole. Uh-huh. And, uh, and you know, you've been there. Yeah. But he is just, you know, he's in and out. It's dirty. It's filthy. He's just streaming tight ends. Yeah. Just Bluetooth trying to get him in there. Get him out. Bluetooth connected. Get him in. Get him out. Get him in. Okay. Get him out. Okay. And. I'm with you. That's what he's doing. In and, and out of the backdoor just... hole. Excuse me? In and out of the backdoor hole. Right. Exactly. Okay. That's exactly right. Just making so, sure I'm tracking. Yeah. In and out of the backdoor hole with tight ends just streaming them. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. He made a trade. We'll get to that later in the thing, but uh, Bluetooth disconnected. <clears throat> there is a lot from this team that I still do like moving forward, but we'll see how he figures it out. I also like seeing McLaurin get on, uh, get on pace there and connecting with that that quarterback and connecting with our boy Haneke. 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 Yeah. Scary. So Terry. that's good. Good for him to have some value there and not just be a uh, a scrub. Yeah. True. Talk to me about Isaac. Tell me, uh, you got anything good? Anything bad? You want to? How? Uh, how did Ed really do a number on Dalvin Cook or what? I think Dalvin's going to be fine. It seems um, he came out a couple times last game. I'm pretty sure if I remember yeah. right, he came out like once and then went back in. I mean, that's something with Dalvin that you know is going to happen. Did you guys need me for anything? It's Wednesday. It's one of my nights off. Can I help you with anything? Is is football your only? Are you a fantasy god for other sports as well? Like, should you be on the baseball field, the old diamond tonight? Wait, hold on, I forgot. I gotta go. All right, see ya. But yeah, he's locked up his his back his back door. <laughs> Everything's back door. He's locked up his uh, handcuff with Madison. So I mean, he's he's protecting himself there. But yeah, Dalvin Cook's always gonna. I, I just I I can't foresee. This is what's crazy about running backs. That's just awesome. get off a quick tangent. Is it seems like Dalvin Cook will never have a bad game again in his life. It just seems it like seems he will always produce. But you know there's going to be that wall he hits. But anyway, we don't want to talk about those times. But yeah, Dalvin Cook, you, as I rode him to the points victories last Wait, year. Wait, you rode him? I rode on the back of a Dalvin Cook last year all the way to the points playoffs. <clears throat> um, and he's just an exciting player to have on your team. And he can win you a week. So... Yeah, that's what he did here. Questions for you: Do you think Miles Sanders and AJ Brown, somebody you maybe could give a little bit more insight on between the two, get back on track, or do you think this is really kind of what we can expect from Sanders as a low flex play week to week uh, there on the Eagles squad? And then for AJ Brown, is he going to be a wide receiver too, or is he going to be appropriate in these spots that he's getting played in? Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not super excited about Sanders just because they've also got that Kenneth Gainwell right. behind him catching them passes taking away some of his volume and I mean this was a I mean it was a tough matchup with the 49ers so I mean it's not going to be he's going to do better than this on a weekly basis I would assume AJ Brown's just having drops um, oh, really? yeah he's dropping the ball I mean he's known to do that from time to time he can be very boomer bust Julio looks really good actually did he have surprise you're watching you're seeing yeah I'm, I'm I'm watching and I'm seeing them Titans um but AJ Brown yeah he's targeted nine times only caught three of them okay. um and several of those were his fault so 
Um, I look for him to bounce back, especially in a divisional matchup with the Colts this week. But anyway, yeah, I, I'm not too worried about A.J. Brown. Yeah, cool. Let's move on to another matchup here. <clears throat> Going into our Waller, Texas Rangers board, uh, versus my back in the box. little reverb. You hit that. We call that echo in the uh, in the in the booth. Oh, is that what you call it? <clears throat> echo, 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 echo. Ben, what are you doing down the hall? Get back I'm in, in the back door. You're in the back door hole? Yeah, deep in the back door hole. Wow, it's hollow in there. It's weird in here. Whoa, look at this. It's really well for Is that a mouse in the back Dude, door? I've got to, I had to get out of there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really weird. Yeah, you hear that voice, so you got to get out. Weird stuff. Get out of the back weird door. Weird stuff in that. there. You ever seen the scene of Dave Chappelle where he talks about being in the ghetto? Oh, yeah. And, hey, baby, what you doing there, baby? And the baby responds, he says, like, I'm selling crack. I'm selling crack. Something crack. I gotta take care of my kids. Gotta talk to my family. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Yep. Luke Ness will get a crack out of that. We used to watch Dave Chappelle all the time. Oh, I love that. I mean, I've seen every episode a billion times. All right. So, Wall Texas Ranger versus my deck in a box. Yeah. Kevin you, Wallace. You picked uh, you picked Eric J in this one. I picked Kevin. Yeah. Let me get in on that. So, yeah. tell me what you saw here. What did you see? Here's happen? what I'll say. As bad as Eric Johnson is hungry for a win. I was equally as stupid to pick him. Oh, wow. Okay. I thought you were going to give Eric a little hope here, but you know, he is ripped no. the band-aid right off. Tell me, um, here's the thing. He hasn't won a regular season game since last season, week 10. Week 10. Yeah, okay. That's a tough stat to hear. It really is. It's a, a regular stat. season win, you need to have those every once and again. Mm-hmm. So, week 10. And then the playoffs started week 14. So week 10, he gets a win 11, 12, 13, week one, week two. We are on a five game losing streak regular season. Mm. So he said that he's getting his training up all this to say, I shouldn't have picked him. I thought Clyde was going to have a great game. He did not. He looked miserable. We're talking about busts. He's in that conversation now. I don't know if this is a buy low kind of deal for anybody looking for trade value or anything like that. I've thought about it mm-hmm. just because I don't think I'm completely out on Clyde. Are you completely out on Clyde? I am out on Clyde. You're all the way out. That's fine. So you've made your way all the way out the back door. Do you think there's the game? Yeah, there's just so many points scored. It's just hard to believe that he's not he's not getting any of these. It is crazy. He's, yeah, he's, he's not getting any of this. And I mean, whatever he's talking about is like. You know he was drafted because of his his talents in the catching in the passing game as well. Which he can not do. just his running, but they are not using him that way. He didn't get one target last week. Yeah, he had three targets week one. Yeah. Um, so if he's not gonna he's not gonna get the rushing volume because you know they're slinging that rock. This is what people say about Clyde. Yeah. Bunch of angry pirates. Yeah. Rightfully so. So with that being said, there's really no hope for Eric's team moving forward outside. And I mean, I'm I'm being honest because I said this from the beginning. It's Aaron Rodgers is going to light you up and you have a chance. Okay. Which he did had a great game and he 
did not have, well, he didn't have a chance. When we say have a chance, we think that the, what did we say that the mean score was, was 120. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's, like it's opportunities to get above 120. The way that he gets there is Aaron Rodgers, great games, a layer having just medium games, which he is failing to do. Mm-hmm. And then his other piece, Waller, doing what he does. Yeah. And then I like some of the other pieces. Like Justin Jefferson can have great games. For sure. Again, there's a little sophomore slump for him because people have watched the tape. There's been some coverage on him now, and that's fine. But And I even like Robbie Anderson for all the all the pieces kind of thrown in here, just looking at a big picture. I like those. I like them a lot. But what you have to have for him to win is Aaron Rodgers absolutely just doing it. And when Clyde is not producing even on a – mediocre level that's when we're going to have issues and i really don't see many wins for this team moving forward i like that he picked up rondell Moore. i like the mm-hmm. way that he's looking moving forward but still i just think he's going to be winless moving forward um until i think clyde can pick it up green hunt can show some consistency moving forward and waller's been an animal he's going to continue to be an animal i know that it wasn't an impressive week week two but still i like him there and i like the targets i like all that and Justin Jefferson will eventually catch on. Thielen's getting a lot of the pay dirt stuff right now. So, again, I'm not all – I just – he's in a t- tough situation because of the draft capital that was spent for Claude. And mm-hmm. that sucks for him. It happened to me last year. And it's just there's a lot of there was a lot of reward for the value that he was getting. And I can't remember what we paid for him, but I'm just saying that that was an early investment, and I don't think it's going to pan out for him. So those are my thoughts on Waller, Texas Ranger. Do you have anything you want to add for – Eric's case. Do you want to be a judge and stand over me on the table? I, I all I do is stand. Do you over want to be a judge you. and stand over me on the table? Yeah, I judge you from you were saying upon that high to me. It's yeah. Funny. Um. Yeah, I, I is do there like, any way that Eric can fight back to get to a two, a balanced, like, even place? Definitely. It's okay. Definitely a way. He's got to make some moves. He's got to. Um, you see moves. He trades need to happen. This is a hit the button, blow it up situation? Uh, Yeah, I think because there is a positive future for Clyde that could be painted to the right person. Some people may be like, I could be wrong about Clyde. He could turn it around and be great the rest of this year. Some people may believe that. Um, So if you can get the right person on board with Clyde, is that it? I'm just listening for the people who... Are in on Clyde. Oh yeah, yeah. But there could be some people trying to buy low. So I mean, if he he may he's not going to get value out of Clyde, but he could get a consistent piece for that piece. There's other. I mean, who wouldn't pay up to get Waller right now? Right. You know, you break a piece, something like you break break apart Waller to get yeah. another solid piece, something like that. He's going to have to make some type of moves to to. One of those make situations with Clyde that I wish I had on this last button and I'm going to make it. Mm-hmm. Our prices have never been <laughs> yeah. lower. Butt liquor. Our prices <laughs> have never been lower. Yeah. I, don't know, I just see, you know, the, he has some pieces that he could trade off. I mean, there's there's definitely some things that could happen here, but I do think some moves are going to need to happen. Um, yeah, and I do like Rondell Moore, but I do think the Arizona offense is also like you don't know where right. that that um, those points are going to go week to week. Sure. But yeah, I do, I do. I think I think he's got a positive future. He's just going to have to make some moves. Okay. Let's talk about Kevo. Kevo. Underwhelming performance by Dak Prescott, but somehow they get the W there. And, um, 60 points. <clears throat> yeah. Sans Dak. It's crazy. <clears throat> but somehow uh, Dallas gets out of there with a win. Derrick Henry 
is yeah, one Kenny reason. Kenny does his thing. Cooper Cup is another reason. That's gonna we're gonna look back on that one as a trade for I mean because if Cup is gonna stay in this top three wide receiver position that he's in right now, it's gonna we're gonna look back on this and just be like, man, what a trade, what a steal, and that was just a homer trade for your boy because mm-hmm. he's watching these Rams games. He's like, I just want to enjoy a part of it. Yeah, and Stafford and him are connecting, so yeah, it really is a good thing. Do you have any any I don't know any? I'm glad it's you- a sad song. It's a sad, sad song. Adam you have Sandler? any sad songs for Kevin? Um, <laughs> sad songs. That is a. Uh, it's from New Girl. Winston is playing the piano, mm-hmm. and he says, "It's a sad song. It's a sad, sad song." <laughs> you don't remember that? Episode? I don't remember that, man. It's been it's so long. It's a sad song. It's a sad, sad song. You sound like Adam Sandler. You sound like Adam Sandler. Sing about Hanukkah or something. Um, All I see is the excitement of Derrick Henry banging out three touchdowns plus 182 yards plus, get this, six catches for Derrick Henry. That's the scary part. I mean, my goodness. I never saw him as a passing back in the past. And he's not. But they talked this about year, that. They've been not, using no, 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 no. See, yes. I, I turned into the broadcast enough to listen to this. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's running routes. It's not wheel routes and stuff like that. It's check downs off to the right side where they dump it. And then, like, they're not designed past for him. I'm not saying that he's not benefiting from it. I'm just saying that I literally heard on the broadcast for mm-hmm. a Texas radio program yeah. that he was still making fun of the fact that Derrick Henry is not going out and running up and outs and catching the ball or wheel routes. He's literally just there catching it, and you just need to get this dude the ball. And what BS even said on his podcast was that it's funny. They realized that when they got him the ball, people were just bouncing off of him. So they're like, yeah. here's an idea. Let's just give it to him in the backfield. Sure. And, and if he gets four to six targets a week, right? that's huge for it him is. because he's already yakking up yards, stiff-arming. Putting up points. Just killing people on the sideline. Just 48 points last week. I mean. I was also spending time with Mr. Henry. Yeah. He's a great, fine gentleman. I actually do his hairs on Tuesday. All the hairs. All his, his big the one hair. one hair. It's a big old hair. I do work with Eric. Yeah. And me and him know each other very well. well it's quite a sculpt job you did on his hair. I really like it. Thanks, Susan. Appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, great stuff out of this team. Kev's, yeah, he's hitting on a lot of cylinders right now, and you cannot expect Dak to have such a bad week every week, I don't think. So, yeah, it's scary. Very scary, honestly. Let's move on to the next matchup. Who we got? Let's talk about Davis and Griff. Again, dark, deep, dark backdoor holes that Griff is finding himself slipping into. Yeah. Just coconut oil everywhere it's crazy and he's just it's just dark and there's just deep holes okay and oil. that's where griff's at right now coconut okay oil. at zero and two how worried are you on a scale of one to ten for griffin terrified oh terrified terrified and i i mean we said i said this at the beginning of the season lamar jackson getting back on track isn't helping you feel a little bit better about this guy no Okay. Because I watched Lamar Jackson, and even though he had such a great night, I still just think 
I'm busted s- coverage on his passing Gosh. touchdown, like where he jumped up and threw it. Did you see that busted. jump pass? It was a cool jump pass. I get it. I thought it, it looked dumb. I thought it was like the stupidest thing. Everybody was why like, did he highlighted do it? the seat. But why? Yeah. Why did he do it? Was he trying to draw a foul? No, like, he was already running, and I think he just saw the guy, and he realized, like, I've got to stop everything and go, and it just yeah, looked like that. Yeah, it just looked like it. So I mean, the, me. the broadcasters ate that crap up. Obviously. Is Mike Evans not getting back on track? Do you not think Mike Evans is? That, again, that's another offense where Mike Evans is going to have his week. Godwin's going to have his week. So. And Julio looked good. You said earlier that he yes, looked good. absolutely. But I am worried. Wait, you're talking about butts again. Yes, I don't want to go oh, there. On. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm worried about his running back spots. I think those are the anchor of your team and his flex spot. Uh, I know he's got a couple uh, pieces like Mike Evans that can have a big week and then have a goose egg week, you know, so you just need some more consistent, but that this is what um, you're worried about is he has the depth on his team of a lot of, I will say mid-level pieces, but not enough stars in my mind to really make a big comeback. Um, so that that would be more worry for his team going forward. Maybe he can piece together a couple of these for a package trade. Maybe Eric J has his trade partner here. Maybe a couple mm-hmm. of these pieces go to Eric J for a Waller or a, even a Clyde Edwards-Alaire to bolster if his running back spot. If he believes in Clyde Edwards-Alaire himself, is this? Uh, are you? Do you have any sources saying that they are in communication? Or I don't. I'm just saying that this is the type of teams that need to get together. To are you make reporting it, or are you just? about not it. reporting it i'd love to hear if uh, there are talks happening behind the scenes it just seems that someone with a few great pieces or some pieces that have some high ceilings can trade with a team that has a lot of mid-level deep pieces just that needs to bolster his starting lineup yeah yeah i'm looking at the bench here uh and i do notice that there is a <clears throat> chase claypool okay yeah mapletron yeah, just what? Mapletron. Because he's from Canada. Yeah, you never Love heard that, that nickname. That's awesome. You like that? I do like that a lot. Hmm. Ben, ben, Big Ben I'm worried about, but Chase Claypool I really, really love. He's been underperforming. Maybe he gets back on track, and he's another one of those pieces. Again, you bundle, send out the door, bring in an asset that can get you consistently over that 120-point pre- threshold where you're not running into Davis's every single week. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. You want to talk about Davis for a second? Man, Davis. Davis. Uh, quick Just question. Oh, and two. Sorry, going back to Griffin here. Yep. Um, so you're very concerned about him getting out of the hole, digging back to uh, two, two, even like just being back to his median point, his level, middle level, balanced out. You see that as next to impossible, very, very oh, no, worrisome. No, no. no, so I guess I'm not worried. I'm at, I'm at the same level with him as I am, Eric. They just oh, have different are. problems. Yeah, just 0-2 yes. to you is just this is bad. Yeah, 0-2 is bad. I'm worried about his current roster the way it sits. I do think he needs to make some moves a lot along the lines of Eric. Okay. But, yeah, no, he's not He's not beyond repair for okay. sure. I'm pretty sure he's outscored me on the season, and somehow I'm 1-1. One one. So, I mean, it's just a little bit of luck plays anything enough. that's happened to this point. I mean, it's only two games in, so I'm not worried. I'm not terrified for anybody to make their way back yet. But, yeah, with his current roster, I am concerned. Okay, let's go over to Davis. Davis, my man. My guy, my dude, coming up in this league, just absolutely slapping, Ow! slapping people yep, left and right. So you guys there, even know it? how to play fantasy football. Yeah. He's walking in with his chest out, looking you in the eye, saying, I know how to run this league. I know how to play fantasy football. I'm going to drop ducats on everybody week one, week two. It doesn't matter who I'm up against. How surprised are you, Brady and Gronkowski, this? 
Tell me. One being, I am not surprised. Ten being, you could not, you could not have, what did you say? Paint me. You cannot paint me more surprised. What did you say? Paint me pink? What? Tickle me pink? What did you tickle me pink? Yeah, that's what it is. Never Color mind. me impressed. Color me <laughs> Color me impressed by the Brady Gronk duo. I'm at a three. I mean, I had him last year. I had Brady and Gronk. I was in on him. Um, but Gronk is, I mean, he's one of those guys that he's had the touchdowns. Did you hear him on Monday night? Yeah, I don't even watch tape. Dude, he's a freaking nut. I just go to Tom I just go and past ask him. people, and I'm like, I feel good. I feel good. But like, it's like, what are you doing? Yeah, I never watch film. I just go to Tom, and I say, hey, what's my matchup this week? What do I need to do? <laughs> Oh man, yeah, it was funny. Eli actually had a good joke because uh, Gronk said that he's like, "I don't watch film," but then he kind of tried to backtrack a little bit. He's like, "No, I mean, sometimes I watch. Like right now, you know, I'll, I'll sit and I'll watch and I'll study a game." And Eli yeah. said, "Yeah, I see your pen and paper out." <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't see, I didn't hear that. Yeah, it's pretty good by Eli, but um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not super surprised. I just, I think Gronk is still pretty touchdown dependent. Um, so he's had a couple great weeks. I think he's going to have some weeks where he doesn't. Um, but I think it's a great stack to have because whenever they are on, I mean, it just it changes your whole week. But yeah. I had them last year, and I loved having them last year. It's good. It's good. What, this team that, is good. Do you see any holes on the Davis roster? I really don't. Henderson could. I mean, I mean, he's Henderson has surprised me, and he's been stellar. Got the rib injury right now. Yeah, a little bit of rib injury, and he's got a not promising matchup going against Tampa Bay next week. Yeah, but I mean. He can go down to his bench. And, I mean, I just feel like Diggs has not done what we anticipated him doing this season. He's steady. He's fine. But he's going to have blow-up games like we all know. Cooper has shown that he does have the ceiling in games. And, I mean, shoot, like trade out Lockett. And who do you throw in your flex? I mean, I guess Mitchell is his guy that might be that guy. I don't know. Waddle, if he can get on track. So, I don't know. The, the only, I guess, that's the only hole is his flex could be stronger. But with the rest of his offense being the way that it is, you just need a flex that has the potential to put up, you know, a 20-piece game or a 15-piece game just to get in the conversation. This guy's going to put up 120 almost every single week. It's just a matter of whether or not he blows the top off or not. Mm-hmm. He's blowing the top off right now. Unreal, dude. It's crazy. Unreal. Good for you, Davis. Don't take our <clears throat> juxtaposition. No, that's not Can it. you uh, elaborate on what you're trying to say? Don't take our <laughs> mm, – what is this? Like, we're very even. We're just kind of, like, passive on him. We're just like, ah, uh, Davis. Yeah, he's good. All right, we get it. Moving on. Don't take our uh, – I don't know what the word is. Yeah, juxtaposition has to be it. Juxtaposition <laughs> is like a, like you're in a situation, uh-huh. right? Situation room. Anyways, no. don't take our passivity, okay? Mm-hmm for lack of greatness like you're kicking butt and taking names and we're happy you're a part of the league and i can't wait to freaking smash you this week so put you in your place yeah so moving on apathy that's what you're looking for yeah thank you that's it uh let's talk about your matchup if that's all right i would love to talk about my matchup can you tell me what you saw what you didn't see tell me things luke's side your side anything you're worried about happy about Oh yeah, I mean it was um, good stream for the Patriots. Good job by you, man. Yeah, Patriots. I, I drafted them because I knew they had a, a couple weeks out the gate that were going to be strong. Um, do you ever keep two defenses? Do you ever do that? 
Uh, not unless I have like a defense that's just, you know, tier tier one defense that has a great um, couple of games coming up. Yeah. Towards playoff time, I start looking at defenses and start stacking them a little bit. Okay. Um, just looking at matchups towards the end, but not during the regular season do I normally carry two defenses. Um, but yeah, uh, this was a rough game for me because it started off so touchdown heavy with some of my pieces that don't typically you know, blow the top off of games. I started off with a James White touchdown, a Singletary touchdown, and Kamara and Kittle hadn't even started their games yet. So right. I was feeling really good. Project, you know, it was already projecting me up, up, upwards of 140. You're projecting, you're projecting on me. Yeah, was, the sleeper was projecting Wedding me. Crashers, man, what a great movie. It is a great movie. Keep going, sorry. You, you uh, lock it up. Lock it up. You lock, lock it up. up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Kevin um, Wallace loves that movie. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, but then Kamara and Kittle just don't show up. I yeah, just, have I you can't... been talking to them? Have you been shooting them phone calls, trying to ch- chat with them? I think I need to get on the line with Susan, but not right now. <laughs> no, no, Susan, don't. She's walking in right now. I see her. Uh, hey, Susan. Yeah, I didn't mean to say Did her name. Did you say you needed me involved? Yeah, if you could get involved um, with Kamara and Kittle, just let them, you know, come back to a semblance I've of I've actually done some work with Kamara. I know how he works. I can really get in there with him. Okay, I would love you to get in there with Kamara this week, if possible, just to... Now, who's this Kittle gentleman? Sounds like a guy with a mouthful of skills. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He does. Um, he, Is he handsome? He's a great-looking guy, honestly. He's got a great set of nice Skittle teeth. He's got some nice hair. He's uh, he got a nice tattoo of the Joker. Is he fun? He's a fun guy. He's a fun guy? Yeah, he's a fungus. Now, I like men. Yeah. I don't like boys. Okay. Is he a man? Yeah, he's a man. Wow. It's getting weird. Um, he's 6'4", 250. Okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Big man. Yeah. All right, well, I'll uh, look into that for you, and we'll see what we can do. Cool. Coolio. All right. Great chat with Susan, Susan man. Susan she's quick. hot. I wonder if she's uh, she's single <laughs> no. or something, because she's hot, man. Yeah, you think so? No, not the way she... Sorry. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, the wrong one. <laughs> That's me on the inside right now. I meant like she's, uh, she's, um, shoot. Ben's got a thing. What is it? Like she's guy. like, what is it? She's getting heat waves. She's hot. Yeah, she's getting hot flashes. She's got the vapors. She, <laughs> Kittle and Kamara giving her the vapors. <laughs> is that what the kids say these days? Is that what they what? say? What? Kids say that these days? No, no, no. Kids are not saying that. Oh, okay. No, cool. that's that's like something you say just, like in the It 40s. seems like she was. I meant to say she was hot for Kittle. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, what she's I literally. Hot. I wonder if she has a boyfriend. <laughs> I wish. That's what I meant. Like I meant yeah. like, is she single? Because she seems hot for Kittle. Yeah. Okay. Right, yeah. Yeah. That's what I. Okay. Okay. I'm that's with you so, now. Yeah. Was, uh, <clears throat> yep. Here we are. Um. Anyway, oh. I need them to show up. That's so funny, dude. I need Kamara and Kittle to show up. Uh, if if either of them even has an average game, yeah, I'm you, getting that win. Right, getting that win this week, but not to be so. So, um, but I mean, Lucas, I picked him to beat me. He has a great team, so it's not a big surprise that I'm on the other end of that. I just don't like that my point total is not where I believe it should be. Now I had some great bench play. Jorge, what's your? What do you do again? I forget. 
<laughs> What's your expertise? <laughs> what I do is I make sure that bitch don't take off. Oh, I'm sorry. Make sure that bitch don't take off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We showed you that. I had my eye on rugs all week long, and let me tell you. I picked him up last I week. Had him for over 20 points from the moment I saw him on the bench. Yeah. Cool. Um, so if I put him in the starting lineup this week, he will not do that, I'm assuming. Absolutely not. Okay, great. Thanks cool. for stopping by. See ya. <laughs> oh, I love these guys. Jorge, my dude. Oh. Eight and a half was really laughing hard at me right there. They were they thought it was <laughs> Man. All right, can we talk about Lucas? Yeah, let's do it. Here's what I see, and I'm going to paint you a picture. In the movie 300, okay, there's a god. Do you remember what god that was? Xerxes. Thank you. Old strong boy throws the spear. Leonidas. Hits him in the face. Yeah, he cuts him. Blood starts a dripping. No one makes me bleed my own blood. Is that the same movie? Close. It is <laughs> the same movie, actually. It wasn't Leonidas blindfolded and he had a dodgeball. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he bled. And what I saw in this matchup was with Lucas scoring under 115 points, still getting the win, obviously. Mm -hmm. But getting under 120 points, which, again, just kind of league average, just kind of the when you're doing well, you score 120 I felt like I saw him bleed for the first time. Okay. Now, I'm not hopeful for that to continue because I do think Saquon, I do think Saquon, I said before on the last pod, I thought I was, I was worried. I didn't realize they had him on a snap count. That's my fault. Ill-informed myself. But the snap count is going to go away, dude, and he's got the juice in those legs. You think so? I saw it. He ripped off a 40-yarder, and it was just like, oh, my gosh. Okay. So – not hopeful that it will stay that way, but I think that the points for Saquon being in the neighborhood of uh, shoot, I accidentally clicked off the thing. Give me one second here, Ben, you idiot. What did you right. click off of? The score of 4.2 and 9.2. Brother, we are trending up, and I've got 10 days rest for this dude going up against Atlanta, and it's just going to be good for him. Okay. And I think it's going to be bad for anybody going up against him moving forward because I've got him in the plus 120s almost every single week when he's healthy and really doing his thing. Heard it here first. Yeah. It's going to be tough. So. Okay. I really like his team, though. Uh, any holes, any things that you're excited about? Uh, I mean, again, any concerns? I just, uh, for the record, I'm still worried about Jason Taylor. There was a take there driving. about him being valued, whatever. Um, you know, these mm -hmm. people's names. It's just whatever. Um, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, up against the Rams last week. I mean, what did we say? Value at a fifteen running back. Uh, Something on the takes. I mean, you don't have to find it right now, but I thought there was a take about him being valued at what he got. Which again, the value was great still. Running back but, thirteen, yeah. Yeah, so it's just, I don't know. I, again, you don't worry about it because he had a sixteen point game last time. It's going to be fine, but yeah, no. it's just the shares. And with this long season, you've got so many backfield shares that are hard to manage. That that you're really seeing a lot of. Yeah, so that's, I don't know. 
Yeah. That's what I've got. Taylor's going to be fine. I mean, Naeem okay. Hines got three touches last week. Yeah. So uh, And Carson Wentz went down, so if they're going to be leaning anymore, it's going to be leaning towards the solid running game that they have. Yeah. I just – It was a passing week last week. I mean, Pittman went off, and, um, yeah, I, it's just the Rams' defense is tough on runs. They, yeah. They just are. So, yeah, I'm not – I mean, his team is solid. Um, he should have beat me by a lot more than he did – um, especially, especially Camara and Kittle not doing anything, but right. he will be fine. Uh, one thing I would like to point out, uh, just in general review here, I referenced Chase Claypool earlier. Mapletron. Yeah, Mapletron. He's not doing well. Everybody had him just going crazy. Yeah. So just yet again, yeah. where the people that we're listening to aren't always right. Uh-huh. They're just calling it what it is. Yeah. He's not blowing the doors off like they said that he was. Yes. Okay. Yes. On the reverse side of that, Hawkinson could not have been more right. Everyone has been spot on with this pick, and we all knew it. Like there, there's, I mean, even broadcasters and people saying there's no way he doesn't go off. Mm-hmm. Like he will be going off this season. Book it, buddy. So all that to be said is that that is happening. So just trying to hold the the feet to the fire here, making sure that we're all on the same page. The people that we're listening to have a little bit of accountability as well, and so. Just where they've missed one, maybe, thus far. And, again, there's a whole season left. But just where they're also nailing them. So. How high do you have Hawkinson right now on your tight ends list? Do you have him yeah, in I the mean, top it's... three? Do you, do you have him in the over either Kittle or Waller? I do. Which one? Kittle? Thinking. It's hard to say. It's hard. Well... I'll say Kittle now, because right now that Raiders the offense is actually humming. Mm-hmm. They took a couple of injuries, yeah, but I think they're gonna have to rely on Waller more moving forward. Whereas I don't know, it's the 49ers offense is not looking bad, and they haven't been utilizing him as much, even though he's there. And I know that he's stretching the defense and pulling them in directions. Mm-hmm. I just that's what I'll say. Whereas again, we just forget. I mean, Goff kept starters going i mean he kept fantasy relevant players last season with the rams yeah you know what i mean like mm-hmm. we cup was still relevant last season and Goff was the quarterback you had three wide receivers that were relevant and that was underneath Goff. so Goff can show that he can do it yeah um so i just yeah i think maybe we were sleeping on Goff just a little bit he's doing fine i mean he's valued right now at like a quarterback like three or something like that that's that's not going to stay that way mm-hmm. but it just shows that he can facilitate the offense here and it's looking a lot better than people anticipated and Hawkinson's being the beneficiary of that. So, yeah, I'm putting him up there. Okay, yeah. I was wondering. They're, they're I'm just glad I got number one, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, they're feeding them, man. They're feeding them. Imagine if you had that Pat Mahomes stack to go with Kelsey. Imagine how good you'd feel right now. Let's uh, go to the next matchup. <laughs> that next matchup. Yeah. What we got? Got me versus Cook. Uh, so, sorry to catch everybody up here um, on these previous, put, previous picks. We... I'll review them at the end. It doesn't matter. My matchup, I selected Cook. I just didn't feel good about the matchups moving into that week. And honestly, didn't feel great about his matchups either, but didn't feel good about mine. So only things I've got is hopefully Elliot can stay on track. Uh, I'm loving, absolutely loving what I'm seeing from Mike Williams. And that's me watching these games. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like I'm, I'm watching these games and I'm just like, this dude is looking like the guy that they drafted in the third round to beat. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's really just, I don't know, I lucked into that one whenever I drafted him. Uh, 
this was one I will say, I want to kind of break down this just for a second. This is really hard for me this week because again, I did not like my matchups and I had to make what I thought was a lot of tough managerial decisions. You'll understand that whenever I break it down, but things like putting in um, Jamal Williams into my RB spot, Mm -hmm. even though I didn't think like he had a high ceiling, but one of those where if he did play well, that means that Swift doesn't. And I need both of those things to happen for me to have a chance to win. Yeah. So playing that accordingly. And setting Corey Davis after his big week. Yeah, and so that was that was both of these guys. So Landry, I was like right at noon, you made a switch. I made some switches as well. Like right there, kinda at the buzzer. Yeah. And I was just like, dude, I, I think Landry was gonna have a huge game against a highly favored Houston team. Like they had him with twelve points to go and he's been looking good the previous ones. And I was just like, dude, I don't know how I can play him, so I just can't. So I sat him. Um Another one of those was, yeah, Corey Davis coming off a 20-point win. They said, I mean, the defense, the matchup's not going to be great. It wasn't. I just, that was pretty simple, straightforward. And then I almost didn't even put Devontae Smith in, and I almost tried to, I don't know who was on my, uh, who was on my, I was going to do Landry and then do my flex as James Conner or something. It was, it was going to be a disaster. I don't obviously have a whole lot that I could have done other than put in Pollard, which would just be crazy, which moving forward. Don't put it past me to put them both in in the same week. But that was the hard thing for me was choosing to go with Javante Williams. It ended up being – I mean, Devontae Smith didn't even end up having a great game, so it wouldn't have mattered. But just – I thought I put a lot of thought into this, and I thought that I was very, I was very, very happy whenever the games kicked off at one. I felt like I made the right decisions. Mm-hmm. To no avail, like I said, my matchups I just didn't think were good, so I lost. And, uh, and Cook is the beneficiary. I couldn't have beat him. I was 0-3 every single time I played him, so uh, I didn't think that uh, it was time for me to win. Yep. Apparently it wasn't. Nope. Apparently it wasn't. Anything you like on my team? Anything you hate? Uh, I love Mike Williams. I think he's really breaking out this year. Um, I am... You're four. Is that late for a wide receiver, Blossom? I think it is, yeah. yeah. I think it's kind of late. Um, but he's... Yeah, I don't know. He's just you can he's been raw that. talent for such a long time where right. he's just got the athleticism. I think he's finally getting that connection with the quarterback and really getting some reps in. I mean, yeah. Is he the wide receiver one for that team right now over Keenan Allen, would you say? I think technically, yes, he is. Yeah. I don't, I, again, from from a, I mean, I, I, from a depth chart thing, I'm not sure. But I just yeah. – from a fantasy point, yes. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to hear you say that because, like, Evan S has Keenan Allen, and I'm sure he who feels different. Who is Evan S? Who? 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 Huh? Who? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. The yeah, the Zeke Pollard thing. That's uh, it's scary. Um, yeah. that's scary because yeah. they, they're not both going to get 20 points every week. Um, so you're wondering which way it's going to slide. Yeah. You, you gotta hope that it balances out. But again, 17 season. 17 game season they're trying to like balance this out utilize them and not stress out zeke the whole entire thing it's whatever it sucks it's a headache i have got one two three four five technically yeah technically six duo running back backfields that just have numerous people in the backfield that can go off for the most points in a given fantasy week. Yep. And it is driving me 
absolutely insane. Yeah, it's a tough. Like it's a it's a wrong decision waiting to happen yep. because you can't get those right every single time. Mm-hmm. Six decisions at the RB spot. Right. That like when you choose them, this could be a bust or this could be the win, and ha- and you have no indication as to why you would pick one. Like right now, James Conner is low, so obviously I'm never going to pick him. But there will be a game where he blows up potentially, and mm-hmm. if you're like, well, why didn't I play him? Well, it's because he's part of a two backfield thing. So yeah. It's tough, tough decisions to make. Week Looking to week. for those to balance out over time, so I can go ahead and scrap some of these wire, these waiver pieces, and just put them where they belong, and trade them out for some actual benefit. So, that's fine. Yep. Whatever. Let's go over to our boy Kicky Kick. Me and him just uh, leveled ourselves out at one to one. What would you? What would you? What's your perspective at somebody at one and one? One and one. Mm-hmm. Like, what's your perspective on the prize when you're looking at one and one? I feel good about one and one. Yeah, I mean, having a, a one in the are you column, one and one? I am one and one. Yeah, so yep. we're, we've got a lot of one and ones. Got a lot of one and ones. Yeah, it's not really uh, anywhere near like a make or break time. There's going to be a time where we get to like three and three, four and four. You start looking to try to separate yourself. Yeah. Um, especially with divisions. Um, trying to get that win loss column, but yeah, I mean one and one is it feels solid. Week twelve, that's when they start back up. We'll play our last game this time, and then week actually it might be week thirteen. Not sure. Yeah, but looking forward to that. That'll be fun. Anything on Cal? Uh, I always want to call him Calmia. <laughs> Anything on Alex's team? Obviously, Kyle Murray's on fire. Anything else you're seeing that you are worried about that you are seeing? Yeah, Kyler Murray. I think he's gonna be the QB one this year. As I've said, very strong. The value for that was insane at the draft, FYI. Yeah. Um, we'll charge for QBs now moving forward. He's got some tough running back decisions, too, on his side. Well, maybe not decisions, but just a rough running back room. A little bit weak in that area. So that's where his weakness is going gonna, is gonna to land. But he's strong in the QB and wide receivers area. So... Yeah, just going to be tough with Fournette and Swift as your RB1 and 2. I mean, I do think Swift looks good. It's whether or not that offense can hold on, and he continues just to, I don't know, he continues to visit the injury report thing. Swift does, so he's one yeah. of these guys that day-to-day, one of these guys you got to watch up into game time on whether or not you're going to position him. So, yeah. Yeah, and he gets receiving work, so it really covers a lot of, it's just crazy that both him and Jamal are getting receiving work. Yeah, dude. And that was another thing that played into my decision is I'm sitting there looking at a revenge game for Jamal Williams going into Green Bay and the matchup with me and Cook, I was like, I've got to play him because the high side just didn't work out for me. Yeah. Anyways, let's do a quick review of our pickums. That re- that concludes our review. For all the people keeping score at home, Patrick picked me. I picked Cook, so I took a point there. We both picked Tiz, so we both lost on that one. Yep. You selected Connor. I selected Isaac. I was correct. You selected Lucas. I selected you. The eke it out. So Did I was not. correct. You were right. Kevin Wallace and Eric Johnson. You selected Kevin. I selected Eric. I was wrong. Could yep. not have been more wrong. So I evened it back up right there. Yep. And then we both selected Davis for both of us getting three points that week. We were wrong last week. When we said that we got four apiece, yeah, we had five. We actually only missed one each, which yeah. is great. I feel like that's pretty good. So this way, we're splitting it right down the middle. Now our running total is eight and eight for the chip challenge. For those of you guys keeping score, I do think about this a lot. Okay, whenever I'm watching, honestly, it's the it's the second thing that I always go to. 
I was looking at my team. And so, because I kind of marked myself off this week, mm -hmm. I was like, listen, I'm losing. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, the very second thing that I did was I went to the matchup between Connor and Isaac. And I was like, I had Isaac or whatever. I had so whatever. So, I was like rooting for Tunyon. Yeah. And I was just like, I need that to happen so that I'm win that pick them. Yeah. It's literally where my brain goes to. So, again, right. rest of the league don't care. Yeah. Rest of the league, like, what are you talking about? But I'm sitting there like, I know who I picked, and I need them to win right now. Yeah, I was thinking that too, especially because I looked like I might beat Luke S. Dude. And I picked Luke, and I was like, yeah, that's another thing. So I had This is the, what I'm doing too. I so. had the money come back on my bet for Hawkinson, yep. and I'm like, well, at least I evened it up on the pick'em pick this week. Dude, that's so. literally how I do it. So I don't have bravado that it's just helping me with balancing this all out. But I will say <laughs> that I'm sitting there like, well, I lost. Yep. Well, I got it right on the pick'em. And the opposite being said, like, wow, what a miracle that would happen on Monday. Yeah. Well, at least I get a W. I'd be 2-0. Oh. And right. it's like, yeah, but I'll sacrifice pick'em. So it is. I mean, it's it's crazy. I don't know. The, the pressure is starting to mount up. It definitely and it's is. only week two. I just feel it. So. Yeah, there's a lot of games ahead of us, my yeah. friend. Uh, but, yeah, we're both at the eight mark. So. Hey, congrats on you, man. Good for us being here. I'm glad that we're matched up. I'm glad that we're, yeah. we're mano a mano and no one's taking a uh, demanding lead. Yeah, and it's uh, we're eight of twelve on the year so far. So yeah, it's good. I like that Lucas put in the thing who he thought like so that he could everybody could vote who's going to win the matchup. Right. Yeah. And it tricked me into picking one. I had oh. picked Connor and for one of them or something like that. Yeah. I ended up changing my mind and picked Isaac, but it was just funny because I think it would be great to see how the other league like mm -hmm. how they bend making picks every single week and it's definitely fun like we all care about this league enough to be looking into the matchups and saying like oh i think this guy's gonna win mm -hmm. so for whatever. sure yeah anything else you want to say about reviewing i don't think so are we moving into yeah man let's uh let's take another break that's cool with you let's do it all right all right we back back took a little bit of a break Gonna go into a new segment for all y'all up in here, and that is Travers and Wades. Travers and Wades. Wades and Travers. Yep. Wades and Travers. So yeah, <clears throat> let's talk about the trades. Let's talk about the waivers. Uh, to hit on the waivers first. What we've got notable for you boys is we did have <laughs> uh, at least today's <laughs> called it out. Yeah, um, <laughs> called it. I mean Sterling Shepard been a guy that's been a waiver guy for. I mean honestly, his team he plays for the waivers. Yes, that's who he does. That's what I mean. It's the New York waivers. And so spending anything, I mean, I almost went after him for six. I would have ended up getting him, but I still, I was just like, ah, you know what? I'm just going to go after the Cephas fella. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I ended up, yeah, yeah. oh, for four. And so I, well, I talked myself down on that. Yeah. But anyways, Sterling Shepard, I mean, maybe this is his season. I like wide receivers going, well, <laughs> thought he was younger. I don't like wide <laughs> receivers going into their fifth season. But Sixth season. I mean, he's eating. I'll give him that. So with $27, Tiz takes the cake. And uh, once I want to ask you, I mean, did you – obviously you put a $0 bet on him. So yeah. what did you see that you wanted on your roster? Points. 
Uh, I like points on my roster, yeah. and he is the number nine wide receiver through the first two weeks, getting nine and ten targets. So you think that it is somewhat sustainable? No. Obviously not worth twenty seven points. No, I don't. But no, I don't. So you just see him as somebody you maybe store on your bench, and then maybe stream him for the matchup that works. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I wouldn't start him this week, even if I would have gotten him. I didn't expect to get him. I figured somebody would put at least a dollar on him, but yeah. It, it, yeah it, it's just one of those things. You put a flyer out there, and you'll take it if you get it. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I don't really believe in the long-term value of him. But, I mean, if who knows? I mean, that's the thing with Danny Jones yeah. under center. You just, God, he sucks. Yeah, you just never know what you're going to get. Yeah. Shots fired. He sucks, man. Shots fired. But Sterling's eating, so that happened. Panthers, man. I wanted him. I didn't know how much to put on him. Uh, they're looking good, and it's kind of one of those things when I look at a defense, uh, I'm sitting here, I'm like, okay, fourth down stops, reduce those. So you take off two points for the New Orleans stop. 11 points is still a great outing for a defense. And then you look down at the other one, I'm taking off fourth down stops on that one. Just from a average matchup standpoint, nine points is still solid, and you're looking at the sacks at six. Uh, it is the Jets, but then four against New Orleans. And you just like to see that. And then you love the matchups going into Houston. And then if you can make it through Dallas, I like Philly. And you like the New York Jets moving, Giants moving forward. So it was just one of those that it's going to be beneficial long-term also to have them if they are actually good. And maybe you can find a different stream or just hope for the best against some of the better matchups. But I was interested. I didn't know how much to pay. Luke gets them. The rich get richer. Yeah, it was a one-week play for me. I, I definitely put $5 down. Um I mean, playing, yeah, playing against the Texans, against their backup quarterback this week with Tyrod going down. Um, yeah, it just seems like a smash play this week, but I end up getting another defense that I also put on the docket in case I didn't get that one. So, mm-hmm. K.J. Osborne, uh, only notable reason for talking about this one is, I mean, third wide receiver on a Kirk Cousins offense, so it is what it is, but seven – and seven. Seven and seven, man. Love it, dude. Luke is like, that's some shit. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. like, that's some bull. Yeah. Uh, that was funny. Got the priority. Um, great bid there. Uh, Luke was busy, obviously, on the waivers, as he typically is, uh, you know, as any good fantasy player uh, manager is. And he went ahead and just grabbed McKissick as well for seven. Yep. So got some upside there with Antonio Gibson having some issues. But yeah, McKissick's just, you know, they. He's going to get them receiving works, I guess. Yeah. And he There's got a rushing touchdown last week. It's just, Whenever you're a Gibson owner, man, and they're on the goal line, mm-hmm. and then McKissick gets that rush, man, it's got to be so frustrating. Do you know the number that you hate to see? Do you know his number? Yeah, it's uh, 41. Yeah, it's, it's like – or is it 42? I don't no, it's 41. You know okay. it. Uh, Isaac went ahead and dropped the Bears uh, after he did not use them last week, and they went off for 20-some-odd points. 21 points against the Bengals. Burrow did have three straight passes that were interceptions. Like literally from snap, <laughs> yeah. throw, interception. And he had zero interceptions in the past, like how 99. many? 99. Something ridiculous, yeah. It was literally 99 passes, and then it was one, two, three. <laughs> man, that is rough. Yeah. Um, that's one of those where you say, like, man, he's been, you know, you, you hide those three passes somehow in some kind of statistic to make him sound good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cephas, I went ahead and grabbed him for four. I knew Landry was hurt. I don't think I'm playing him long-term anyways moving forward just with Odell coming back and 
That offense has looked good, so maybe down the line he'll be another streamer, but if anybody wants to pick him up, that'll be interesting. I am interested in Cephas just because of the athleticism that I'm seeing from him and Goff putting the ball where only he can get it. So we'll see if that pans out long-term. That obviously could just be a waste of money, so we'll see. Um, nobody else was interested in him, so maybe I'm the only one. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Yeah, I think people are seeing that he's got a touchdown in both those weeks. Right. And if he did not, then no one would be looking his way. Sure. So, uh, but I mean, he got you know six and seven. He also targets. dropped another touchdown in that game. Really? Yeah, it hit him right in the head. It would have been a it would have been an Odell Beckham kind of catch, but he brought it in. Oh, I was, did see that. Yeah, yeah, and he like when he brought it, almost looked like he was going to come down with it. And I was like, shoot. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Patriots D or uh, I mean, dropping the Patriots D. You you let go of them and you said I'm going to go the Raiders way. Oh yeah, Patriots D's look good. Any. Thoughts on dropping? Did you have any second thoughts about dropping them? No, they play the Saints and the Buccaneers the next two weeks. So you think the Saints are going to be Saints. I, Saints are. It's kind of. I just I have Camara and I don't like playing yeah. my yep, RB one right. against my defense. Um, and I knew I was wasn't going to play him against the Buccaneers, so right. went ahead and dropped him because I love the Raiders matchup with uh, the Dolphins, especially. I mean, Tua's looking like he's going to be out, so. Um. So yeah, I think it's a great play this week called it and the Raiders are have been pretty solid this year this yeah, year so it's far been weird yeah Isaac you surprised with dropping Naeem Hines um good handcuff maybe to have down the road I'm a little surprised I guess uh because just like week one he got eight targets and he's getting the receiving work and stuff mm. like that and he got some carries so last week he did not but yeah it's um it is a little bit surprising to see him on the waiver wire. Yeah. Uh, just went ahead and upgraded my kicker. Why not? Just for that offense that's humming. Figured I need to put $1 down. I was correct. Yeah. Kevin Wallace going ahead and yeah, getting the yeah, game. Let's, let's not gloss over that. So you paid money on the waivers for a kicker. Yeah. And we talk about this every year that you should never do that. $1. I've actually, I think I've, and we can go back and re, re, like we can go back on recorded podcasts. We've got an archive, but I actually did say I think that if you can spend one dollar to separate yourself from you believe a pack going after it, then I think that that's fair. I almost want to say that I remember that, yeah, like you, I remember me and Connor's conversation. I agree that you think that, yeah, yeah. I, I do not. Okay, just <laughs> just one dollar though. It's one dollar. You got ninety nine. You got a hundred to spend. What's one? This is secure. What potentially could be. Again, it's just the Cardinals' offense. I was like, people are going to be going after this. This is fine. I don't want Crosby anymore. What's $1 to go ahead and just secure what could be one of the top offensive kickers? Yeah, I think the problem is he's a kicker. Okay, that's fine. No, I, I, I bet I, there's a kicker that's on the waiver wire right now that outscores Prater this week. Is that a take? I don't think it's even a take. Is it a sticky? I'll stick it right now. There's a, there's a kicker on the waiver wire this week that's going to outscore Prater. All right. Book it. Stick it, stick man. Zero dollars. Stick it, stick it, man. Okay. Uh, K. Wallace went ahead and got Gay Boy. Yeah. Good. And another homer for him. Gotta love it. Yeah. Just watching that offense, huh? And Van Van Jefferson. Evan is up to something. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, it's interesting. I don't know. I'd like to get his take on what he sees there in Van. Maybe that's a play moving forward, like we would have acknowledged for Luke S. Picking up Hasty, you know, mm-hmm. moving forward. But whatever. Yeah. Moving on. 
Cool, man. So that's the uh, that's the Travers. Yep. There's also a, there is a Wade though. Let's talk about a Wade. There is a Wade. Uh, Wade between Connor and Tiz. Potentially a big one. Wade in the water. Children wade in the water. God's gonna trouble the trade waivers. Could be a big one. He trade Connor and Tiz trading. <laughs> uh, Tiz trades away Dallas Goddard. Yeah, who will be starting likely with Ertz out. Um, yeah, because I think Ertz went on the COVID list. Um, Ertz can't do anything, right? Yeah, um, it's gonna Ertz whenever Goddard wins the game for for it, Connor this week. But it is both Philly players. You know, it's interesting because in the scenario where Tiz does play Gainwell, mm-hmm. and he does well. Mm-hmm. Which is, oh, we'll see. With the Sanders deal that we talked about earlier, yeah, it's just maybe if they balance each other out, is it fine? Even if Goddard is the reason why Connor wins. Um, so no. let's say they go into a hundred, going into the game, the Eagles game, and well, let's say it goes into this. Let's say it goes. Connor is ninety nine points. Well, God, I can't, cannot make sense of this in my head. What are you trying to say? Connor has 100 points. Tiz has 99. Okay. Okay. Goddard and Gainwell score the same amount of points. Connor wins. Does that... Well, do you think Gainwell's going to be in the starting lineup this week? Uh, He gets work. He's not in the starting lineup. No, I'm talking about it for this lineup for Tiz. Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. I'm going to take a break real quick. Good thing we learned that we could take breaks. Yeah, yeah, because that break because came in handy. When, came in clutch this time. When the toddler wakes up and needs some milk. The toddler um, wakes up. We're talking about Gainwell and Goddard. Does Gainwell make Tiz's starting lineup? I'm not sure. Yeah, so it, it's huge if he trades him because this is such a big matchup. Yeah. 0-2 versus 0-2. If Goddard is the difference and gets Connor the win this week, that's huge. It's huge because you gave him a starting tight end. Yeah. His his other tight end was Komet, and who we spoke goodness, of earlier. Have, he is in a deep, dark, slippery hole. A sleep, yeah. sleep, deep, sleep, deep, slippery manhole cover. Yeah. Hole that is his tight end position. Right. This, Where you just got to stream those guys. You just got to get them in, stream them, try them, get them in there, get wet their whistle, and then get them out. Just a slippery stream. A slippery stream of tight end streaming down that dark, wet hole. Yeah, dark wet hole. What slippery would you, hole. What would a dark wet slippery hole be called? <laughs> the back door. The back, that the back door. door. The back door, right? So yeah, that's uh, that's all we've got for Travers and Wades. I'm going to move into another segment if you are ready for it, Patrick P. Let's just jump right into the pickums. Is that cool? Let's pick them, brother. Let's. Pick them, baby. You gotta pick them to pick them, baby. That is true. You gotta pick them to pick them. Don't talk to me like that. Don't talk to me like that. I'm sorry, Jorge. You got thing with ticking off gods, all right? Yeah, I, I do have a thing. No, ever just, ever since Mostert went down, that was just that was just me. I was just messing with you. Oh, that wasn't a god. It's so hard to tell. 
<laughs> you know? It's the eight and a half in here, man. It's the eight and a half. They're quiet today. <laughs> eight and a half. Just pipe up. <laughs> All children in the booth. In the dojo, man. There's no fear in this dojo. Uh, all right, dude. I'm freaking. Time to get into it. Week three. Pick them. I'm excited. Let's get worked up. Let's pick get my em. juices going here. Let's pick them. Yeah, let's. Uh, in this session, let us try to understand it. what is big, <laughs> big data. data. Wrong the one. Big... But let me tell you this and don't forget what I say. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Hey, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, and I'll tell you something else. Let me tell you something before you even start in. Let me tell you something. I'll tell you something. But I'll tell you something else, and don't you ever forget this. You tell me something I don't know. I'm going to tell you something you don't know. Before you even start in. Before you even start in. I love it. I can listen to that segment. That's Coach Taylor of Friday Night Lights, the TV show, Kyle Chandler, uh, Bloodline, any you name it he's a great dude great actor and i like to listen to his voice all day long so i play that segment uh try to every single time because i know it makes kevin happy yeah tell you something so let me tell you something on these pickums okay all right with yep. us being even we're going to straighten it out here <clears throat> let's make our first pick buddy okay what's are the... you ready for this i feel like i'm not ready i'm never ready but i'm also we ready. had a hard time picking this time we really nailed down it felt like i was taking my my act yeah yeah what'd you get on your act uh, well, I took it three times. I got a... Took it four times. I said I got a 27, 29, nice. 31. Nice. Good job. Went up two every time. So you super score those, and did you go to UK? Yeah, I went to UK. Cool. My composite was like a 34 or something. What's another word for composite? For composite? Yep. Uh, aggregate? <laughs> um, I don't average <laughs> the, uh, these numbers same as these numbers that <laughs> here's your best number here here's your best number there i had a super score um super what was score. your lowest score in uh let's see on the composite or just no on just average? like on one of the tests that you remember you're just like dang i scored low on that uh, reading 18 Really? I think reading probably was my lowest. I can't read. It's just there's so much to read. I can't and then read, you gotta, dude. I, I'm a slow-ish reader yeah. and like just having to read through those. What I started doing was just skimming it, looking at the you question. You get 18 for putting your name it. on the <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty low. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to lie. I was like, uh, I had to literally super score it and just, uh, what was your best category? I think math or science. Science Once I really figured out the charts thing. Yeah, science was fine. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Going into Pick'em, you feel like you're ready? I'm not ready, but I am ready. Yep. We're prepared. I'm not ready. Yeah, exactly. Well said. Sleeper, slippery dark hole. Getting into this sleeper, slippery dark hole that we're getting into now, I want to start with the matchup. I'm going to start with mine, and we're going to end with yours. Okay. okay? Perfect. So... <clears throat> I've got a screenshot confirmed here for who my pick'em is, and I'm going to keep it pulled up so I don't lose my crap. Yep. I'm going to tell you, we used to say them at the same time, and for whatever reason, I just felt like that was the best way to do it. Yeah, we can do it that way. Can we just still do it that way? Is that okay? Perfect. Okay. So, three, two, one. Davis. Davis. Yeah, it's going to be hard not to pick Davis in this category. I'm just going to run through my team real quick. Um... 
I do like a lot of my matchups, uh, but I don't think it's enough to get past the loyal servant. So Russell Wilson versus Minnesota. He's been having a great season thus far. Elliot, I hope to get on track with Philadelphia just because I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. And so for those reasons, I don't think the ball is going to be spread around as much. And I see Zeke reestablish himself in the ground game. Will I potentially play Pollard again? Again, that is on the table. It is not off the table for me to play Pollard in the flex to see what happens. Because, again, I think that they're going to force their will upon Philadelphia. Mm. Okay. With that being said, um, Kelsey against the Los Angeles Chargers. Looking forward to that. And looking forward to Mike Williams against Kansas City. Those are going to be the two games that I am focused on. Watching is Dallas versus Philadelphia. Monday night, I'll be there with Eli and Peyton. Mm -hmm. And then I'll also be watching Sunday at 1. Kansas City versus the Chargers. So if you need me, that's where I'll be. But that's what I've got on my side. On loyal servant side, I mean, we've already talked about this. This team is juiced. Hoping that Amari uh, Cooper lays another poo-poo. And hopefully I can be the Leonidas to spear the king and show that he is defeatable and make myself 2-1 and one and get myself out of the... Uh, neutral state that I'm in. And yet you picked Davis. <clears throat> oh, well, again, one of those things. Davis is going to win this game. Yeah, okay. But, like I said to you before, again, we're, like, I mean, again, what's the worst thing that happens is literally Davis loses and I go two and one. Sure. So hedging it just a little bit. Yeah. Do you need to take another break? No. Okay. No, sorry. Great. Um, yeah, I've got Davis. It's just one of those things where you got the hot hand, the highest point four in the league so far, I think. Yeah. Um, Hard to pick against that. You can't pick against that. The same that way you don't the... pick Eric, you just pick Davis. Sure, yeah. <laughs> um, you uh, really lighten Eric Johnson up. I, we'll get to him. I'll yeah. apologize later. Will, will you bet that hot hand until you're proven wrong, I guess. So What it's do they just... call that in stocks? You want to catch the falling sword kind of deal? Um catch the falling sword I'm unsure screw what I said what forget I said anything forget you said anything thank you okay I've forgotten it um <laughs> yeah so I'm, I'm riding Davis riding Davis's line here uh man Bucks Rams I'm excited about that game uh, but outside of that Brady and Gronk I mean do you think that they still go crazy Brady that's and a Gronk? great indication honestly like are they going to do this every single game? Obviously not. But even on the low side, what do you see the floor for Brady? And what do you see the floor for Gronk? Because we haven't seen anything even resemble a low game for Gronk. So when they don't target him and he doesn't hit pay dirt, where do you have Gronk value-wise? I think he, he's good for a solid 8 to 10 points. Even without a tutty? I think so, because I yeah. think he gets enough targets. I think Brady just loves to go to him, so... I think he'll get the targets in this game. I wonder if he'll be watching film this time. Uh, no, he'll just go to Tom and say, "Hey Tom, what's my what's my matchup? Tell me how to get the end zone. You know that kind of thing." And then Tom Brady will be like, "You idiot! Just run here, and I'll throw it to you perfectly." I just run past people, and I'll feel good. Yeah, I feel good. Um, okay. Yeah, and so yeah, it's just it's it's hard to poke any holes here. I mean, I know that Daryl Henderson's going to have a rough matchup if he plays, but still, I mean. He's got so many strong pieces in his lineup that even when one may dud out, so say Henderson has zero points this week, he could still drop 130 
it's just you know that's yep. just in the realm of possibility for him so exactly right for the record hoping for um for a game in buffalo with washington uh, it's going to be a competitive game but i am hoping that it is a terrible weather game don't know why just kind of talking to myself here just i'm hoping for a rainy dreary day and that the freaking run defense for the football team can slow him down and that Josh Allen's not just going to be able to sling that puppy all around. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm hoping. Yep. That can conclude that one. Okay. <clears throat> Let's move into Evan S. and Isaac Meisner. Okay. Are yep. you ready to pick them? Yes. Three, two, one. I- Evan. Okay, good for you. We have split. Yeah, we split, and I think it's a good thing because Evan was starting to get a little hot and heavy like Susan earlier. About us never picking him. Oh, I picked him week one. He Did was you? he was mad about you not picking him. Yeah, he so. really doesn't. I mean, his thing with me is he's like, why do you continue not to pick me? And I just have to tell him that I don't think the team is good. Hmm. And so right. when we get to where he's 2-0 and and he can just rub it in my face, he has the best team in the whole entire league. So, right, sure, yeah. Which he doesn't. But <clears throat> with that being said, tell me a little bit about this matchup. What are you seeing? What are you liking? Why do you have Isaac? Or why do you have Evan? Uh, really liking Hurts. I think uh, that game on Monday night is going to be an exciting game. I think Hurts shows up. I got the Eagles winning that game. All you know right. What the spread is that, or what the what the any chance you could pull that up quickly? What the spread is for the Monday night game? Yep. I want yeah. actually total points. Uh, what's the over under? Yeah, your Monday night game is going to have a spread of. Let me tell you something. The Monday night spread is going to be minus four to the Cowboys. The over-under is going to be at 52 currently. 52? All right. Could be higher. Yeah. Um, Got them essentially at a – geez, 52. Yeah. Yeah. So the Cowboys are favorites at home in the the Dome. Um, Cool. But, yeah, I think Hurts has a good week against the Dallas defense – um, I mean, Aaron Jones comes off of four touchdowns. It's hard to uh, bet against that man. I mean, he's just got some solid s- stuff. I think Mixon will meet some resistance this week, but he's got enough. Wait, are you resistant? Or are you a spy? Uh, I am always a, a spy. Loyal Servant of Arthur? Yeah, Loyal Servant of Arthur. In their matchup, Evan versus Isaac for the record, it is one and two in favor of Isaac. So Evan evens it up this week. Yep, that's what you've got. And I've got Isaac taking it down. Any other notables? I kind of interrupted you. I apologize. No, yeah, that was my main points. Um, And you've got a a windy, rainy game for Josh Allen. Um, So how is that factoring into Isaac getting a win? Yeah, great (laughs) observation. One that I did not make earlier. I don't know. Only thing I'm really worried about on Isaac's team being honest is i'm just worried about sanders laying an egg yeah uh, and i mean here's the here's the backbone to again i evan is just like why do you never pick my team mm-hmm. okay and so it's like okay hurts volatile at this point for all, for all that we know okay again i don't i'm very not very high on hurt so it makes sense that i don't think the best of him but he has shown that he has a high ceiling so we'll see what happens aaron jones he's not going to have a susan game like he just had again okay and i'm not I don't know. I just see 
Thielen's been carrying things. Tunyon had a great game. I don't like Marvin Jones and I don't like Sanders, but I love Cook and I, I'm fine with Josh Allen. I think he just finds points. I think that he needs to straighten up his game because he's going to be one of the top three quarterbacks. And over time, I mean, 23 and 22 is not going to get it done. So whatever that is, I just have him balancing those things out. Uh, likewise, on Evan's team, I just have also other things like balancing themselves out. I don't like Montgomery against Cleveland. I don't like I mean, Allen, I guess, has a high upside for Kansas City. We'll see what happens. I don't like Debo's matchup with Green Bay. It's just, I don't know. To me, it just seems like I don't think that Evan has a good team. And so it's one of those I've just got to – the variance happens and 2-0s and O's are going to happen. But I, I'm, I'm against Evan in this matchup. And it's not really that personal as much as it's – I'm just – I look at these teams, I feel it out. You saw me doing my homework earlier, mm-hmm. really looking at these matchups, and that's what I got. Yeah, you know, Hertz has more points than Josh Allen at this point in the season. Yeah, I mean, again, he had a, I mean, he had a fabulous game against Atlanta. So, just, yeah, he has, he has that baseline of rushing. So I know, yeah, I know. Really, uh, he had zero passing touchdowns last week. My punishment will be the chip when the time comes. Now listen to this stat. So he had zero passing touchdowns last week and only twelve passing completions, and he had twenty-four points. What, he rushed for like 60 yards? He rushed for 82 yards and a touchdown on 10 attempts. That's brutal. So he's got that baseline, and that was against the 49ers defense. So this Dallas defense got some leaks. I look for a big game out of Hurts. Astute observation. We'll see. Hopefully it's done in Devontae Adams if I haven't, or Devontae Smith if I haven't been. Mm-hmm. All right, next matchup, you good? I'm ready. Connor and Chepster. Chevy Chaser. Yes. What I've got, three, two, one. Connor. Connor. Yeah, so we stay on the boat here. Matchup between these two notorious fellas is sitting at two and one in favor of Tisburg. Tisburg. Yeah. The zero and two matchup. The loser walks. Dude, this is this is your um this is your. Alrighty. It's time to walk the plank. <laughs> is that good? You like that? Yeah, that's great. Arr, no. Arr, matey. It's time to walk the plank. Arr, matey. Oh, it's yeah. time to walk the plank. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. The Neverland Pirate right there. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, just loser walks. Oh, and three. Uh, you can come back from it like we talked about before, but it is tough. Tough. Tell me what you're seeing about in this. Tell me what you're lacking in this matchup. Oh, oh you man. got Connor. Well, we both got Connor. I'm like, We both have Tiz walking the plank. We both have Tiz walking We got Chubby Chasers walking right off that plank in that slippery dark hole. Yep, Chubby Slipper. Chubby Chubber slipper, slipper into the backdoor hole. slippy hole. Backdoor slippy hole for the Chubster. Mm, um, backdoor dropping off the dark Dropping hole. off those boys at the Super Bowl. Yeah, Browns Slip. dropping the Browns off the plank. That's what it is because he's nice. a Chubster. Yeah. Okay, anyway, Tyreek Hill's about to go off. Um, is it possible that they both lose and both go 0-3? Uh, no, but they can tie. Yeah. They can yeah, tie, they're... sir. They can go o two and one. All right, talk to me. Why you got Connor over? over Terry Hill's gonna go off. Chris Carson um, is just 
um, a solid boy. He's just a solid boy that just gets it done, whether it's by touchdowns or whether it's by running. This week it's going to be by running plus a touchdown. And Herbert. Super hard for me, by the way. Herbert against the Chiefs. He's going to be slinging that puppy. He's going to be slinging it. Yep. And above all else. Tell me above all else. Dallas Goddard. Does it? Going to have... 18 points this week. No, take it back. Take it back. Goddard's going to have 18 points this week. Shut up. Connor wins by six. So you got like what? <laughs> touchdown and 50 yards? No, you've got, yeah, 18 points. That's a touchdown Eight. and like Goddard's 80. got 18 points this week. Connor wins by 10 or less. Oh my God. I, no one's going to be listening <laughs> to this, but geez. okay, fine. Uh, I thought this was a lot closer than, I mean, just me picking Connor outright. Uh, I think that. Stafford's going to have a great game against Tampa Bay. Um, and I think Ridley can straighten it up against the New York Giants. Have a big game there, potentially. Eckler, that's going to be a lot of action going on there in Kansas City. Eckler. So it was closer than I thought, but I do have Connor winning this. Eckler. Awesome. Excellent. Hard to know her. Oh, got it. Yeah, so we'll see. Shepard's going to get the uh, start in the flex, it looks like, thus far. Um We'll see how that pans out for him. See if the overpay works. We'll Dang see. it, I meant to talk about it in the previous waiver. Are we looking at the $61 purchase of Elijah Mitchell as a bust yet? What has to happen for that to be the worst trade or the worst waiver of all time? Uh, Yeah, I think um, so far it's not looking good, but it just depends on the health, right? Like he's if yeah. he is healthy, he could be the only guy healthy. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, time will tell. Sorry, just wanted to get into that real quick. Uh, but let's move yeah, on we, to our next We will matchup. keep an we'll, eye on it. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Yep. Keeping all of seeing as far as the eye can see on it. Yeah. Cool. Yes. Uh, Waller versus Luke S. I've got my pick if you are ready. <sighs> yeah. Let me see here. All right, three, two, one. Luke Eric. S. Yeah, see here. What the butt? <laughs> what the yeah. butt, dude? This all is freaking. Right. Hold on, shut your mouth. kind of what kind of ridiculousness do you have here this is literally what i said what i felt like in week two with eric johnson i was like you know what i'm picking this because i just feel like he's i don't know i made a mistake let's see how you're gonna make a mistake this is a trap game for lucas brother okay it's a trap tell me how it's a trap game please because mahomes chargers a lot of scoring taylor tennessee two running offenses Wentz potentially hurt. Barkley against Atlanta, 10 days rest. Here's the Metcalf thing. Metcalf against Minnesota. Everybody thought this Chargers game last week was going to blow the doors off. It, it hit the under. Okay. Um, the Chargers actually have a pretty solid defense. They really restricted Dak. That's fine. Yeah, I uh, hear that. And the Cowboys. So I don't think – I mean, Pat Mahomes is always going to get his, but it's not going to be the greatest Pat Mahomes game of all time. Saquon, I don't believe in, and I know you do. Well, I, and I didn't before. Yeah. It's just literally, man, I saw the juice in that 40-yard run, and they were like, well, yep, good run, Saquon, come over here to the bench. And I was like, what? It's like, yeah. I mean, so we'll yeah. see. But Luke still has – so he has a great team. This is not an anti-Luke take. This is a positive game yeah. script Eric J take. Eric I, Johnson, hop on this, bro. Patty P in your corner. Aaron Rodgers came out with 37 points last week. I know it was against the Lions. Sure. Um, but the 49ers' defense – overrated this year overrated so far this year okay. i think he is going it's sunday night game prime time aaron Rodgers is going to show up 100%. okay Does clyde show up 
Clyde will show up. Wow. I said this last week. Clyde will show up. Did enough. I pick it too early? Was I a week early? You got me second guessing. <laughs> I think I think Clyde will get his. I don't know how, but okay. I think he will get I his this week. How. But no, here's what I what I am seeing is Kareem Hunt is going to get some passing work against the Bears this week. That's fair. Okay. Justin Jefferson. I think he's going to go off this week. He's had a little scale up. He's had he had five receptions the first week, six receptions the second week, and a touchdown this week. He's going to have probably over 100 receiving yards. It's a big game for him. Jamar okay, Chase. The last piece that we talked about, I'm jumping to this. Tell me what Waller does because this is Waller. all I care about. Waller is going to go you, off. You've, you've, hit the three, you've hit the three to four notables on his team. Yep. So then Wall- tell me what Waller does. Waller is the cherry on top. Do you want me to get specific with what he does? Uh, I mean, you don't have to make a take or anything, but I do want to know. I just um, know that he's, I mean, he is the offense. Like, right. he, he even last week when Ruggs went off, he still had seven targets, 65 yards, average yard per catch of 13 yards per catch. I mean, he just he just is the focal point of the offense. So, I mean, he's just, he props this team up. I just think he has a lot of positive game scripts, I think, Luke has a couple guys that are banged up. Um, Deontay Johnson. Yeah, we'll see what happens with him. Um, we'll see what goes on there. I just I think this is where Eric gets Fuller his first finds win. The plug if uh, if Deontay can't go. Right. Um, and I think that's dangerous because Fuller. Um, I mean, I hardly know her. Walking off the street, basically getting into the game here. It's it's yeah. a little scary. Um, so I just uh, yeah I just I think that. I think Eric puts up some points this week, gets the win. If not, um, well, I, I'll, I'll go down with my ship. I'll, right. I'll, I'll be down on the ship that Tiz is walking the plank of. Yeah, here's the thing. All right. We know Eric Johnson's going to get some wins. The question is whether or not they're going to be anticipated or if they're going to be surprises. You marked this one as a surprise. I thought last week was going to be the surprise. I was wrong. He's yep. going to get wins. Because you know what else? You know what you said earlier? Tell me. He said Xerxes here, Lucas. He can bleed. He can bleed. He's a, he bleeds blood. He, he, bleed, he bled blood last week, did not put up a high point total. That's true, and it's whenever Patrick Mahomes just doesn't go off for 40, 45, 50. So, yep, and I think this is one of And when Jonathan weeks. Taylor has a low game. Yep. And when DK Metcalf doesn't go off. Yeah, and that's the other thing. The and Titan, when Saquon doesn't play well. The Titans defense, and when, <laughs> has, the Titans defense has looked awful, but this is a division game with the Colts. The Titans show up for division games. I think their defense clamps up this week a little bit. I just I clamps think that up. I you think lock it up. I think you lock it up. <laughs> you lock it up. You lock it up. You lock it up. I I just you lock it up. You lock it up. All right, Ed. Patrick, did you need me? I just I thought you were about to tell me to lock it up. I need you to lock it up. Well, thanks, Ed. Nancy's gonna been talking. I know what she's doing with Alvin. She I know what she's doing with Kittle. Six four two fifty. She got really hot about all that. Yeah, Ben thought she was really I hot about it. I had to talk her down. I had to talk her down. She was getting a little worked up. You need to talk Ben down because he was talking about the hotness. He just walked out. All right. Yep. So yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm riding the Eric train this week. I think he pulls together a surprising. If he victory. puts you in the same place he put me, then I hope that we don't balance out and not get ahead in this matchup. Yeah, Eric. If you don't if you don't come through for me you this week, buddy. Lock, if you don't lock it up, man. If you, you don't, don't freaking lock, lock it up. Oh man. All right. All right. Love them both. Want to say little uh, airtime for Eric J, my boy here. Uh, if you made it this far into the podcast, then just want to say I know we light you up just a little bit. 
every single week. But that's just because, again, you haven't had a win in the regular season since week 10. Um, we're curious whether or not – I mean, again, you take it on the chin. Again, he's been promoted at his job. Um, congratulations, senior congratulations franchise. Congratulations on all that stuff. I mean, that is literally what we are here for, brother. So kudos to you. Yeah. Eric J., I, I know that landscape well. Worked at GE myself in the finance mm-hmm. division for a couple years. You guys are both Celtics boys. You're GE boys. You've got a lot because – so all this to say – you're a great guy. You're a great competitor. We love you to death. It's just fantasy. You've been dropping the ball left and right. It's hard for me to believe in you moving forward. I want you to prove me wrong because you're a great guy. I hope I hope you prove him wrong and you prove me right this week. That's right. Exactly right. So we love you. <clears throat> Next matchup. You ready? I'm ready. Up in Adams. Love Marvel Cinematic Universe. We've got Griff. We've got Alex Hook. Three, two, one. Cook. Yes, we are splitting hairs here. Let me get in here. Lamar Jackson against Detroit, it's going to get ugly. All right, here's mm-hmm. the thing. Lamar, is he hard to predict? Yes. But when I feel like the team is low, when it's not a great team with a notable defense, whether it's a front line or secondaries that are rushing and spying on Lamar, the dude's going to eat. So I've got a big game for him. Antonio Gibson, uh, I don't know. I think that he is banged up. But if anything, I say that Gaskin actually gets back on track. With a couple of good games uh, here going down the stretch against the Raiders, Indianapolis. Maybe he runs into a tough Tampa Bay, but then I just see him starting to get his wheels turning. Mike Evans, hit or miss, as it always is with the Tampa guys, but I think he hits. Julio Jones, you said it earlier, he looks good. I think he looks good against Indianapolis. And uh, and then, I mean, I like what I saw out of Tyson Williams, and we'll see if that, um, again, playing two people on the same offense, you got to be careful. But <clears throat> against Detroit, I think that they will be – Okay, moving forward, and uh, I am worried about the Green Bay against 49ers, lighting them up, and if there's going to be negative points involved there for stream somebody else. Also, if he decides to play Chase Claypool instead of somebody else in the flex, I don't know. I'm just I'm for his team. I'm also a little bit down <clears throat> on Cooks just from the production that I've seen from week to week. Obviously, I can't speak for myself, but just, you know, week two, 125 points, and um, – and then him in week one having well 133 is not bad um sorry caught myself in a little trap there yep but dark hole yeah uh, philadelphia i just don't think lamb's gonna have a great game and i'm gonna wrap it up here Devonte adams against 49ers we shall see not feeling great about swift if he's hurt kyler murray's gonna do his thing doesn't really matter um smith schuster that's a scary play also having uh so yeah and then Pitt's probably gonna eat gonna have a great game but <clears throat> that's all i've got so maybe Ayuk finds the lineup on a late switch for schuster maybe but that's what i got and i just think griff edges him out <clears throat> yeah griff's kind of the opposite of davis for me so how i'm i'm riding davis he's the hot hand at least and, you're consistent uh but the the cold hand here i i cannot follow through on Um, I think he's got some great matchups. There's going to be some really bright spots, but I think there's some spots where he's going to be hitting a roadblock here. I think Gibson, really tough matchup. Gaskin, the Raiders' defense is underrated. They've looked pretty tough. Um, I don't think Gaskin can get it going this week. And Evans, yeah, he's just uh, a hit-or-miss guy, and he hit last week, so stats would say he's going to miss this week. And it's going to go to Godwin, or it's going to go to, I guess, with Antonio Brown. But you say 7.10 is a hit? 7.10? Gaskin? What? 
Miles Gaskin. What about Miles Gaskin? Did you, I thought you said Gaskin. I said that he is a miss. I thought you said that because he hit, that he's due for a miss. No, Evans. Oh, sorry. Mike Evans. Okay, thank you. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Okay, yeah, That's Mike good. Evans, he's a hot one week, cold the other week kind of guy. Okay, yep, I agree. Uh, so I think he misses this week, and yep. so I, I uh, yeah, it's, just, it's, uh, it's hard for me to bet on the team that has been on a losing streak whenever I see CeeDee Lamb, Devontae Adams, Kyler Murray on the dude, other side. I just got a, I just got a nudge, dude. I just got a nudge. A nudge? I got like a, yeah, I got like a, like a fantasy guy in my head. Mm-hmm. You ready for this? Yeah. Yeah, have you been talking to Kamara or Kittle yet? I have. Kittle is a hot man. But I've also been talking to Mr. Evans. Mr. Evans, really? This week? I've got Evans going off for more than 20 points. More than 20 points? You want to know why? Yeah, tell me why. It's because he's going to be playing in SoFi Stadium. Yeah. And he's going to love the lights. He's gonna love the attention. He's gonna love it all. Mm. And so I've got him eating it up, eating it up. And Antonio Brown's on that COVID pro pro, so he's gonna be getting the looks. So I've got him getting paid dirt and 20 plus. Just a blessing from your aunt Susan. Checking in, checking out. See you later. I mean, you heard it from Susan here, but I've got him going like five for nine for like 50 yards and no touchdown. So. <laughs> just freaking just <laughs> slapping Susan right in the face. All right, cool, man. That's the take there. You want to move on to the next one and close this people up. Okay. <clears throat> Last one. P. Sweezy. Kittles. Taste the Rahimbo versus my deck in a box. Are you ready? Ready. Three, two, one. Kevin. Kevin. Yeah. Cool. Okay. All right. I'm going to run through on my end. I'm going to let you clean it up on the back end, and then we'll be done with the oh, 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 pickums. Okay. All right. Got a little hot and heavy there. Yeah. You see, Susan? Saw <laughs> <laughs> a kittle. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. Prescott. Again, I do have a good game for the ground game. So, if anything, I've got him probably in the mid-tiers, 20, 20-something points, maybe. Okay? Yep. Not a crazy good game. Derek Henry, it's hard to argue against. You're going to be watching that game against Indiana. Oh. It could be brutal. We'll see what happens on the front with Indiana if they're able to get in the way of him. Uh, Cup against Tampa Bay. It's just hard to argue with the guy right now. Um, you know, 20, 32 points, even on a low end. He's scoring somewhere in the 15, 18 range, which is good from a wide receiver. That's just what I've got. It's hard to – Hot hand like you referenced before. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens uh, with really the rest of his lineup. Where he's been connecting has been in his top, you know, four, three there, and they've just been doing Susan kind of stuff. Um, yeah. But I like Andrews against Detroit. There's been a lot of talk about him. I mean, is he really going to be the guy? If anything, I see he connects here um, in Detroit and Sutton. You're not going to anticipate big blowout games like he did against Jacksonville, but against the Jets, there's more consistency there for a follow-up performance than there is not. So if he is going to keep setting in there, I'm good with that. If he also trades him out for the likes of Drake against their revenge game in Miami, I see that as well. Robinson, 
um, in Arizona. High-scoring affair. Maybe he gets some touches there. I just think there is some volume to be had on this team. Uh, it's not that I dislike your team. I do have Tannehill eventually getting on board, uh, getting back on pace. But uh, Hopkins, if anything, is going to have a great game. This was very, very close uh, as I was kind of doing my ACT prep over here. It, it was really, really hard, and it's not that I dislike your matchups. I just got to give it to uh, Kevin. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think he's got some studs. I think. And just, oh, we agreed. I apologize, Street. I thought you were going to argue for yourself. A no, bit. I will not argue for myself in this matchup. Um, I would love to win, um, but I just I really like Kevin's team. He just went off last week, and Derrick Henry last season just destroyed the Colts. Um, so I don't see any reason he would stop doing that now. Uh, I think he's going to run all over him, and I believe that is a home game. Yeah, it is. It's a home game. So I just yeah, uh, Derrick Henry's going to go off again. And yeah, he's just got he's got a solid squad. Cooper Cup in a big game. DJ Moore is looking like he's breaking out. Um, we'll see. Yeah, I just I don't like my odds here. I think I've got a lot of good things percolating on my side. I've got you got some, some bubbles. You got some moses. You got some. Yeah, I've got maybe you know some people on the bench that you know could potentially assert themselves. We got Pittman maybe standing up and saying I'm the number one guy. Um, and if Daryl Henderson goes out. Maybe I'm plugging Sony Michelle in the lineup. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. I don't know. I've got some good things percolating over here. I think I've got is, a chance. Is but Patterson on the flex? Who? Patterson? Cordero? No. I don't think he finds a flex this week. I think there's too many guys with uh, better floors. Explosive play? No, I think I'm waiting another week on Ruggs to make sure that he is the guy. I still think um, he's a hit or miss type guy. And I'm, I'm making some floor plays right now um, because I've got some good ceiling guys like Kamara and Kittle that I need to bolster around with some some floor guys. Some floor guys. Okay. I need some guys on the floor. I need some guys that will show up, do their job, and Susan can do the rest. You're going to get in that back door? I don't want to speak that into uh, Susan's fantasy god. That's all right. Existence. Keep Susan out of this. She... Keep Susan out of this. You're the one bringing it up. All right. Well, that is it for our pickums. Oh, one thing that I did I uh, want to notate just in case I'm completely wrong and people want to make fun of me. I don't know. With Fields in play for Allen Robinson, uh, I do think there's going to be a lot more rushing opportunities for him, which means less passing opportunities, which puts Allen kind of in. I mean, he. I mean, I see his ceiling drop just a hair to where maybe he's six targets seven targets and maybe he reels in five of those bad boys but if it's not pay dirt then hmm. i see it differently i see it as a rookie that's going to need to lean on a veteran wide receiver so i, f- I think his opportunities go up yeah um, i don't think they want fields running around the field getting knocked up after dalton's down with an injury i don't know if they really want to risk that but you're the bears guy you, you tell me what's up but i i would look to him to lean on Allen robinson at least that's my hope they're leaning on him for his experience. And if anything, it's weird. I mean, just from a Bears perspective, what I'll say is that I actually see like somebody like Cole Komet having a good game with a rookie, just because. Oh, well, that would be something. Imagine this, yeah. right? Tiz trades Goddard to Connor. Yeah. Connor plugs in Goddard. Goddard puts up a dud, and then Komet goes off on the bench. I mean, uh, honestly, high IQ play by Tiz. Nice job, Tiz. Nice job. Got in his head. Got, got in his, his head. Got in his head. Put Cole Komet yeah. on the bench. I just think that there's a security blanket that comes with tight ends and some of the plays. I will say you never know with Matt Nagy's offense. Ain't nobody know what's going on in that nobody freaking knows thing. What's going on it's over a there. freaking cluster F of sorts. 
Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see what happens, but okay. Yeah. I just interesting thoughts there uh, with fields getting in play. Also for the record, if you've listened this far in the podcast, here's a sweet little nugget. I have thought about trading um, Russell Wilson to you for Tannehill. Uh, just you because haven't, you haven't offered me any trades. This is I know, blasphemy. I thought about it. I okay. spent staying up until around 1230. Let's talk about it on the air. Let's talk about it right now. What, yeah. what, what, what do you have in mind? What I wanted to do is I just want to get as much value out of Russell Wilson for Tannehill, somebody who's playing not as well, who could straighten up, but why not go for a top five quarterback with Russell Wilson? Also, I mean, the value is not crazy for a top five quarterback, the way that, you know, you can leverage a top five, any other position, mm-hmm. but, but, with somebody playing bad like Tannehill and you looking to kind of get over the point threshold of, you know, 120 consistently with somebody who can put up 30-plus points on any given week, 40-plus. I thought you would like the value there, and I was going to try to go over some depth pieces and honestly just not even trade you for a quarterback. I was going to just have you put Tannehill in for a drop, if anything, but I don't want him so that I can go pick up fields and plug him mm. and just be all in wow. and so get maximum value for a top five quarterback in any other asset category mm-hmm. and then just say I'm rolling the dice and what Fields does Fields does and I'm in mm. that's what I've thought about doing I thought about, I thought about doing it like last, last night I thought about so, picking up Fields this week just yeah and I mean he'll be a, a hot commodity and what I'll say is that until that trade happens with Russell Wilson mm-hmm. I'm not going to pick him up but mm-hmm. that's just because he is also a rookie, there's going to be some mistakes. But like we said, with Hurts, the legs are there. And so yeah, we'll see. But, I, I mean, if we're going to talk about it on the air just for the sake of conversation, uh, let me pull up your home rainbow. Yeah, I mean, it's just tough. Because, like, what, what would you value a top – I mean, Russell Wilson, I mean, you could even say top four quarterback. I don't know. I'm just trying to give him the best-case scenario. Even in a best case scenario, the top five quarterback, what does that give you asset wise? Otherwise, mm-hmm. yeah, and obviously I'm a, I'm a big Tannehill fan because I'm a Titans fan, yeah. so that was my homer pick for sure. So, but it's not um, like you can flip Kittle for Russell Wilson. Like obviously not. It's not like no. you can it, it, like combinations with Allen Robinson. It's going to be tough. You know yeah. what I mean? That's tough. Um, you're not going to be able to get Camara value out of that. It's just not going to happen. Absolutely not. So, and that's where I just kind of was like ah. It's not worth going down the line and doing this. So yeah, it's tough. the 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 uh, The phone line's always open to discuss trades, um, but yeah, I, I would agree that that a top tier player is not going out for a top uh, five quarterback in this situation. Okay, so let's say Wilson and Zeke. Elliot. Yep. For Camara and. Kamara and Robinson. How far is that off? That's pretty far off for me. Is it Zeke replaces Kamara? Kamara's not having a great season thus far. Potentially, again, just given some narrative, maybe he has a bad season in theory. But let's say Zeke replaces him. Okay. Or maybe it's maybe it's Russell Zeke Pollard giving you the handcuff for Kamara Allen Robinson. No. Yeah, I closer don't so. obviously, but I, I uh, I just value. like where is it off? I, I get that it's off. Just tell me. How. Yeah, I don't. I just I don't. I'm not super excited about Zeke over Kamara. I think is the problem. There's just too much 
split between the Pollard Zeke. It's been hard for me too. For me, so that would be a nightmare for me. And I and I think welcome uh, to my nightmare. It's highly, a deep, dark, slippery hole. I highly value Kamara. He is obviously the guy, and um, I think he's a great player that is just off to a slow start. Okay. Yeah, no, it's, and that's where I got last time. So. Yeah, I would. Uh, I could go pick up Mostert, put him on the deal for you. Um, Tannehill and Mostert for Russ. This is a keeper league, right? Yeah, appreciate that. Appreciate that offer, bro. I'll consider and I'll get back to you. All right, yeah, yeah. let me know. Uh, that concludes our pickums. Uh, where do we bury on this one? Did you jot them down? Yes, we vary in the Evan S. Isaac matchup. I have Evan S. You have Isaac. We also vary in the Eric J. Luke S. matchup. I have Eric J. as the surprise underdog. Um, and you have Luke S. as the favorite in that one. Are you going to lay any points to me on that one? You're going to lay me uh, Yeah, I've points? got Luke by, let's say, minus, minus 15. No, minus 17 and a half. Minus 17 and a half? Yeah, so in if, favor of Luke. If Eric J. covers 17 and a half, then I, I win the pick. Okay. I'll let no, that that's not, not in the pick'em. The pick'em is one doc. or that's the other. That's in the dock. Too late. Uh, we differ on Cook <laughs> exactly. and Griff. Wait, that means that I get value for two. That means I get two wins. <laughs> no, that's not yeah, how but... Vegas works. Uh, it's called handicapping. Uh, Cook and Griff. I have Cook. You have Griff. We have both picked Davis, Connor, and Kevin. So we differ on three. Dude, this somebody's year, gonna freaking take a lead. Week. So Somebody's going to take a lead, dude. This week we will see the first lead of the season on the Pick'em with the Pacquiao chip, oh, the so chip that packs a punch, yeah, um, that keeps people on the bathroom floor all night, apparently, according to our fireman friend Andy, that Cook now knows is just a friend that he shouldn't know. And that might be a that might auction, be an auction year at some future. point if he ever yeah. oh, recovers from the Packy chip. Cool. Well, let's conclude this segment. Let's take a quick break, and then we're going to get into our final segment for the sticky just for a quick review, if that's all right. Does that sound good? Sounds great. Cool. All right. Let's quick little break. We are back. We're back in there. We're going to conclude here with sticky. You've already got a lengthy pod uh, here, but let's go ahead, jump right into the sticky. We got the doc pulled up. We're going to give it to the people for you. This is going to be a little bit of that. Uh... But let me tell you this, Thank and don't forget what I... In this session, let us try to understand what is big data. The next big question that comes to our mind is how huge this data needs to be yeah, in cool. order to be classified okay. as big data. Appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, tell you something. This is big data. Let's get into this doc and get into this big sticky data. So we got those sticky dates. All right. So just a review of the yes. stickies here too far. Connor F., Put Najee at its top five running back. Let's just check the status on mm -hmm. a few of these as we go, just um, to see where they it. have to make it. I can be it. ready. You, you got the doc pulled you up. I can that be boy? ready. I can be ready on this. Okay. You remember that show, Stump the Schwab? Hold on. Don't cuss at me whenever I'm working. All right, cool. Um, mm -hmm. Stump the Sh what? Stump the Schwab. You ever see that I show? I actually do actually remember hearing about that show. Yeah, it's a, it's a guy. He's like super sports guru, knows all types yeah, of I stuff. Yeah, I do remember that. Um, all right, Najee, seven points. Okay, first we'll week. talk about later. 17 points. <laughs> <laughs> week two. So, I mean, if he straightens up. Where's he at right now? He's 21. 
He's 21 RB right now? Yep. Is that PPR or half PPR? It's our league stats, right? You're looking it at it. our league stats. Okay. All right. So he's going to need to turn on the gas. But I think we all expected a rookie to start slow and then potentially really gear up towards the end of the season. That's when you want him to kick on the afterburners. Produce. Do you think that – yeah, okay. Keep it up. <laughs> but we... Keep it up. You got it. All right. Griffin F. I can't get you to say my word. It's just a tough one. Poop. Close. Okay. Uh, Griffin F. Miles Gaskin would be a top eight RB. That's running back. Yeah. That's eight. Yeah, we already looked at him earlier. Can I guess what's where he's at? He's, yeah, let me go ahead and pull this up real quick. He's RB 32 right now. That's being my guess. <clears throat> 31. Really? Yep. Man. Stabbing the dark and you're uh, on it. Price is right, though. I would have went over. Should have said 22. Hate to see it. Or 31. Should have said 31, but I would never say that. I always say 22. Right, so Miles Gaskin, right. top eight. He's got some work to do. Evan S. Debo and LaVisca. Maybe one of the more accurate, well, Debo, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Half, maybe halfway accurate right. at this point. Debo and LaVisca, top 24 in points per game. So at this point, they've played every game, I believe. So. Yeah, they have. Our points Debo number three. Be. That's great. That's, yeah, that uh, he should have made a, a more bold take on Debo, maybe. Uh, how do you make that bolder? <laughs> yeah. LaVisca. I can think of 23 ways you can make that bolder from the 24 spot. All right. LaVisca, uh, 72. 72. 72. So here's the thing. When, you, when you've got a compound Outside take. Outside of the top 70. <laughs> when you've got a compound take like this. Neither side can stand on its own. Both have to happen. Yes. It's a parlay. 100%. It is a parlay looking take. Looking like another poor evidence take. Not looking good for the bug spray. Yeah. Jalen Hurts, top 10 QB. This one's looking good. I would assume he's top five right now. Yeah. So what we've got for our boy, Tucker Barely Knower, Hurts is top seven. Top seven, okay. Yeah, not bad. Lucas got Fuller. As a top 24 wide receiver in points per game, obviously he did not play the first two weeks. Yep. One suspended, two personal reasons, three for the money, <laughs> four, let's go. Two for the show, <laughs> five for the money, go, go, go. Jonathan Taylor beats the auction value of running back 13, currently running back Double 28. 24. Oh, okay. All right. So we'll see. Right. Again, it's just the it's just it's a seventeen week long season. There's a lot of this. We don't want to just burn out our guy. Yeah. So. Sure. Yep. We'll see it as we get closer to. We'll see. Alex like Tisver. It. Yeah. Calvin yeah. Ridley. You heard of him? Yeah. Wide receiver. No, I haven't one. heard of him this season yet. But this take couldn't be bolder. I, it couldn't be bolder. I can think of no other way to make it bolder. No way to make it bolder. Wide receiver number one on the season. I'm assuming he's like mm, 27. 30. You're close. Okay. You got a good little uh, heat seeker there. Yeah. Um. So the way that this stays somewhat consistent mm -hmm. is against the Giants this next week. He has something like you know 35, some crazy amount of points. Yeah. Susan gets involved with another guy. Surprise. Yes. Surprise pick. Susan's gonna have to jump off. The, the Kittle train over to the Ridley She's got factory. many different appendages. She can be in many places. Yeah, I assume she's a bit omniscient. Omnipresent. 
on she's the, a very um how do i say this she's a she's a neutral god yeah right down the middle yeah down the middle is a good way to say it center <laughs> right she's in the middle just gonna nail it she's a center guard center god if you would label her any category what state category would she be what state category yeah man um gaseous sure all right moving on what's the next take <laughs> trifecta um the next take is robert wood's top eight wide receiver let me get a guess in 48 um let me find out where that is who made the take robert woods alex tisver here you go 11 so he's 41 Ooh, I mean, I close. You really are. Like, you've got a five-point spread on any of these. You're in it. Yeah. Ben P. Hertz will finish 17th or worse in QB's total points for the season. Let me guess he's top seven. We already went over that one. Um, nailed it. Nailed that one so far. Tua will finish 27th or worse, though. And he just... And he's not the future. That's also kind of like the other thing I'm throwing at. I'm not just right. I'm nailing this one on the head. Yeah. Just because I know injuries, like we kind of said, it kind of scraps the whole thing. But he's not the future. Like, I'm just saying that outright, that when they move forward, even after the rib injury, even after he gets back, whatever it is, mm-hmm. it's just he is not where Miami, which is crazy because there was the tank for Tua. There was all this stuff. And yeah. I just think it's crazy because it took one, it took three, it took two preseason watches of the starters going out there for me to be like, oh, this guy? Mm-hmm. He's not the guy. Yeah. And, again, I've had a lot of experience that with the Bears. I can see what it is and what it isn't, and Tua is not it. Even knowing that, it's a spicy take at 27th or worse because there's 32 teams. Well, him missing so, some time will definitely help. That's going to help your cause. Uh, but, yeah, looking good right now. Davis B yeah. with yeah. the forever take that yeah. could come off the board. I don't want to jinx anything. It's week three. All right. Debo will never be a top 24 in his career. And I think that's predicated on the fact that he can't stay healthy. Exactly. So we shall see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, looking good right now. I like a forever take. I like a good forever take. Any other takes? Um, I mean, I'm I'm calling the Eagles are going to win. That's it. What else did I say was a sticky? Uh, you wanted to stick um, at uh, somebody went off for like 18 points. Oh yeah, was it Goddard? Yes. Yeah, Goddard gets 18, and yeah. and, um, and then Connor, Connor wins, wins by, by less than 10 or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's a sticky. That is a sticky, boy. Yeah. Um, did I put something down? Did I say something? Yeah, I got Mike Evans going over 20. He just likes that SoFi stadium, boy. Yeah, he likes the SoFi. We'll see if Alvin and Kittle will talk to Susan and have their conversations. Yeah, we shall see. Yeah. That's all the takes, though? That's all of them on the dock. Cool, man. Well, it's been great. It's been fun. I love you. Uh, thanks for joining me on the pod. As always, I enjoyed it a whole lot. Is there anything else you'd like to tell the people before we hop off? Um, yeah, I, I just want to reiterate. Yeah. Gamble responsibly. Um, really factor in a bankroll system where you're betting a unit at a time. That's 1% of your bankroll. Um, you can go up to as high as a 5% play. But you never want to go over that. You don't want to get too crazy. Um, and if you you worry about that 5% play, just stick to the one unit per bet. So are you usually betting spreads or are you betting over-unders? What's, the, what's your mode? 
I, I, I dabble around. I, I sure. pick some. I look at some wide receiver matchups. Diversify. Yeah, and I uh, I play some props on some players over this many yards, this many carries. But um, and then I also just pick some spreads. And then rarely I'll do a just a just a money line pick if I really am on an overdog or an underdog, uh, like the Raiders were against the Ravens uh, last week, a week ago, two weeks ago now. So. Yep. Any uh, last Hail Marys you want to throw out there to try to get me to... Um... Like I told you before, I'm not a real religious person, so I yeah. kind of stay away from that kind of stuff. So, you know. Sure. It's... But, um, yeah. I feel like that's blasphemy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could be argued. Jesus is Lord and Savior. Yeah, you got to make sure you get Jesus that Jesus is Lord and Savior. Savior, and all these kids know it. Yeah. All these little kitties. At this point, do you want to reveal the word that you tried to get me to say? Or yeah, it was so bad, guys. I tried to get, and I'll say it well, on the front end. Once you get me there right now, in in some weird conversation way, okay? Sure. Just get me there. Let's and... just go. Um, okay, dude, I'm having a hard time, and I need you to balance me out. Okay. <laughs> uh, I need you to balance me out. I need you to level uh, me out, dude. I'm a little high, uh, and I need you to get me lower. Yeah. Okay. Um, you ever driven a stick shift? Uh, yeah, actually, the first time I drove a stick shift was on my dad's semi truck. Wow. Yeah, oh, yeah. Crap. Imagine that. Yeah. So what I need you to do is kind of like, uh, you know, neutral. You know, just pump the brakes. You know, neutral. I've heard of neutral. Get me in neutral. I need you to get me to you neutral. Mean shift gears down to neutral. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh. uh Pop it down. <laughs> yeah, get me in a neutral, man. Okay. You gotta shake me down. Give me the neutral. You need me to get you to neutral. Yeah. What would I be? What kind of state of mind would I be in if I was neutral? You got you. You're uh, if you are neutral. Yeah. It's very peaceful, uh, very even. Yeah. Even kill. I. This is so bad. I'll never pick this bad of a word again. Uh, neutrality. I was you, gonna try to get you to say the word neutrality. Okay, but you literally used the word I know, neutral I was, to try to get me I to was say begging, it. Okay, I didn't know. Well, I'm not gonna use the word that you give me. You're right. It was terrible. I'm just. It was a bad word, man. Neutrality. I was, I, how else do you? I feel like the only way you can say that is state of neutrality. I am in a state of neutralism. All these. Are, <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know it was a word. Neutrality. Yeah, you have to say something like Finlander. Something. Could you? Would you have ever said that? What is it that you could? I, I could have done. That? I can never imagine me getting to neutrality. Yeah, um, that's a very tough one. Yeah. I do respect the swinging for the fences approach Bad. after the spatula week Bad. and after the what was it? Oak. Oak tree. Oak tree. The people are upset. I appreciate swinging for the fences, but yeah, I don't think I'm getting to neutrality. Uh, no. So I guess that does prove, even though we get a beefy, thick pod out here, maybe I won't say every word under the sun. <laughs> he didn't say neutrality. Yep. Uh, I've got one for him next week. It'll be fun. Yep. All right. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, podsters, uh, potty people, thanks for listening. We uh, we enjoyed putting this on for you. Um, Going to go home. <sighs> for another late night. Clocking this out at around 1247. September 23rd is a officially a Thursday uh, get this out for you guys so you can uh, enjoy it Thursday morning if there's any rap fans out there we're one day away from the Andy Mino release of Neverland 2 Neverland 2 check it out Andy Mino big fan sorry about that didn't know that yep uh, yeah that's all we freaking got for you man you guys enjoy the podcast and um, 
We love you. Love you. See you. Tickle you. Affirm you. Beat you next week. That's it.